I am super duper cereal. We recording. We in this shit now. We I don't know it. what that means. We're recording. Oh. You know what that means. You went to school for broadcasting. You know what we're recording means. On air? Wait, that, is that more your... Keeping record? Yeah, we're keeping record of this interaction. Um, Keep recording. Up. For future inhabitants of the planet? Uh, no, for other planets. This is for inhabitants of other planets, not this one. Should I be nervous? Yeah, yes. Oh. Are you not nervous right now? I'm like, Sometimes. if I didn't have all this makeup on, you would see that I am sweating profusely. Do you have a puke bucket? Um, I, I, yes. There's one right there. I might use that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we got a whole bunch of shit that we can talk about today. We're going to look at a little list, pop some things out, figure it out, whatever. Um, none of it, I don't think any of it is politically charged. But I'm sure we'll find something. We else can make it politically charged. Oh, we can. But I did uh, actively avoid things um, that were a little too charged. Are people going to be triggered? I don't want either of us to get triggered. I like triggers. I had a conversation with my dad yesterday that triggered me. By the way, had some trigger time, did you? <laughs> I had some trigger time, way up in Minnesota. So uh, just so everybody knows, I'm using Pocket. Pocket is a great thing to compile things you find online and are never going to read, but you can categorize them with tags. So you can go back. If you're on your deathbed and you're like, shit, I never read that article about... You have a thing that's set up now that'll do that? Yeah, so what I have here is a list. I have this list of uh, just things that I found interesting through the Reddit News subreddit. And I can tag them. And I tagged these podcast 227, which is the day we're recording. Look at you. So this is a whole big list of things. Ah, look at this. A whole bunch about. of things. Obviously, we got to start off with Florida man spending 41 days in jail. In All Ireland, right. But, yeah. So we're starting out. Topic. Really wish I read that headline before I started saying it out loud because I am already not interested. Florida man. Florida man spends 41 days in jail for heroin. But it was actually detergent. I'm happy you clicked on it before I got to actually it's detergent because I got the okay. heroin. I'm like, damn it. And now it's detergent. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so the downside of this is it's not giving me any. Okay, so maybe I'm going to take back my pocket endorsement because it's not giving me the actual the actual photos from the article. So uh, can I? Yeah. Let's see. These things happen to us Can all. I edit this? Mm-hmm. Here, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to go to the Reddit. And I'm just going to go to the same list. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to Reddit. Well, it, <laughs> don't start now. Yeah, okay. Don't is Reddit now. like a... Uh, Reddit is oh, really just... Oh, God. Uh, this, is a, this is a mock cover of... Um, a murder scene? No. What so, is that? Right, so Pusha T's new, newest album called Daytona that came out last year um, is a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom when she was at her worst. Ooh. That's the cover. This is someone who apparently had a dye bottle, ex- a hair dye bottle explode in their bathroom, thought it looked like the Daytona cover, and posted it on the Kanye West uh, subreddit because Kanye West produced the Daytona album. Um, but anyways. I was, like, taken back for a minute, man. Yeah. I'm like, first experience like, with Reddit, Reddit. That was what? terrifying. <laughs> well, I, I told is you it just red things? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, all right. I'll, I'll not go on Reddit. Yeah, don't bother. Okay. 
because everything else steals from Reddit. So any other website you go on is going to have Reddit stuff. Reddit's the. uh, Oh, so everything I've seen anywhere else, it doesn't matter. I could see that it's going to be. It probably was on Reddit first, most likely. Um, going new top news articles. Well, my favorite thing is, is that you had something all set up that we were like, we have tons to talk about, and now we are back down list. to ground zero. It's the same list. We have zero information for you. We have zero to bring to the table. We're not prepared for any of this, hey, and we're just going to ramble. Th- if there's one thing that any <laughs> listener of this podcast knows, it's Ooh, that it's... we are a highly polished professional operation. Yeah, here. we are ready to go. Polished and professional. Let's pop those peas. Popping the peas with Peter's pickles. I need you to see this picture. This is really why I wanted you to... Uh, without the pictures that are in these news articles. It makes a big difference. It really does, because you got to see this guy's face. Because you, you're going to suddenly not blame the cops for assuming that what this guy had was drugs. By the way, this is oh, okay. Florida man. And being a Florida man, you... Florida you, was the first thing that hooked eliminate me. Eliminate your benefit of the doubt with the police by living in Florida. Let's just, yeah. let's just put that on the uh-huh. table. Understood. Understood. But you know what? At the same time, hey, though, man, man, I got to be honest with you. It's just detergent, man. But I can picture that guy confusing his heroin for detergent. Or vice versa. Yeah. Or vice... Yes, yeah. One so... Of, either way. Yeah. I'm sure he tried to I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Some, if his, some of his... You know what I mean? Um, let's see. It's messed up to say that, though. For all we know, man, this guy really has no priors or well, anything. Let's see if we got a little bit of a story here. You're you know what I mean? In, it's very surreal. You're sitting in jail with half a million dollars bond. Uh, in the past, when I've gone to jail, it's been something where I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. It's a lot different going to jail, and the charge of trafficking heroin carries a penalty of 25 years in prison. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Which brings us to our next subject, kids. Don't ride public buses. <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to say don't do drugs Yeah, for I, whatever reason. But He showed me a picture of the field test kit that he supposedly conducted on his phone. He never actually showed me the real test kit. This was a quote from um, a, the guy who was arrested. This is not beer, bro. He was sleeping. No, this is like liquor. This is this a is liqueur. Li- this, this is, is a beer-flavored liqueur is what this is. This is a stout-flavored liqueur. Yeah. Um... The guy was sleeping in his van in a parking lot just before the arrest. Officers got word of a suspicious van. So so a van. A van. A van in a parking lot is mm-hmm. a suspicious van. They went to check it out. They found... That's when police say... Uh, O'Leary, which I assume was one of the police officers, found a bag of Tide laundry detergent and claimed a field test proved that it was heroin. Ooh. Now that is either a really bad... Uh, field test. Do you know? Do you or know maybe. Field, do you know what their field test is? That looks like heroin. Yeah. Oh, it burned my tongue. Got to be heroin. Dr- Got to be hardcore drugs. <laughs> heroin. Uh, they said they couldn't find anything credible with what the man said. Uh, who had been accused of possessing drugs? Let's see. Oh, and that appears to be the end of the article. So. Yeah. Uh, the police are not taking responsibility. This was apparently. a bad headline to start off with. I really feel like we should have abandoned this already. Let's abandon it now. That sucks for that I'm guy. Over that. I don't uh, give a shit. Well, let's see. What's the takeaway? What's the moral of the story here? Don't sleep in your van in a parking lot. Yep. Also, don't not, don't heroin nod if you're gonna, in a parking lot in your van. Right. <laughs> also, also, um, if you're gonna have. Tide detergent in your car. Don't put it in a zip. Maybe leave bag. it in the Tide container. <laughs> <it came in. laughs> 
No, Maybe he's got to put it in a dime bag. Or well, whatever this is the, the thing. You know what they'll do? Picture, think about the guy that's at the at the, his house and his washing machine just broke. So he's got the box of Tide, yep. and now he's sitting there with his box of Tide, and he's like, "Damn it, I'm not going to carry this whole thing." And he's got his arm like this, and he's trying right. to unlock. He's like, his gotta door. go to the so like, now. All right, let me just put it in the Ziploc bag. What's the I big happen deal? to have all these dime bags yeah. from an unrelated <laughs> situation. I only need about that much detergent. He was going to sell. He was going to try to go dupe somebody. He, he Oh. He was going. Uh, he had a bunch filled up. He was going to have like the one test bag. Yes. So send somebody, was, somebody to the moon. Somebody was going to go blow that. Yeah, exactly. Blow that yeah, he was like, te- Yeah. He and was, come back like, dude. Dude, oh my God. And he probably. Buy everything he yeah. has. Yeah, but give me the whole supply. Um. All right. So moving along from Bruh, that. That guy's what else, face though. What else we got? Um, nope, nope. Ah, this is a good one. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft oh, charged yeah. with soliciting prostitution. I, I heard about this. I was so, at lunch with, I was at lunch when we talked about this and I was with, uh, other football fans. Like I was in, a, I was in an environment with three other guys that were like, were well aware of who this guy was. Right. So they just start going off on it and talking about it. And I'm just like, Sports guy? Sports guy? Yeah. I literally was like, sports guy? And they're like, dude, the owner. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. The owner of the New England Patriots couldn't say to somebody, go get me a prostitute. Yeah, or like maybe just take his private jet to the state where it's legal. Go get me a prostitute. Bring me to where the prostitute is. So the only explanation is it's the fetish of the going to a... It's the whole rub and tug. It's the the prospect of the whole thing. thing. Because, I mean, no one... I mean... I just I want I, I'm gonna go ahead and assume I'm gonna go correct. out on a limb and say that maybe he's been doing this kind of shit since before. Okay, he was let, a yes. Let me ask you this too. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did his wife not recently pass? I have no or, idea. Or, I'm almost positive. I thought up. one of those guys said something about his wife not them not being together, like his wife of a long time. I possibly I don't know. I really don't quote me on it. Obviously, but Is I thought it was something about him not being with his wife. Or his wife dying. Let's learn a little bit about him as a person. Now, is this Robert Kraft? Is this Kraft of the Cheese Empire? (gasps) Robert Kraft, American businessman. He's the chairman and chief executive officer of Kraft Group. He is. Interesting. I think the vast majority of... His partner is still alive, according to Wikipedia. I don't know what partner means. Mm. I would... uh, Well, then again, me and you can change Wikipedia right now. We, well, no, I think it. Go, I think there is a, a screening process, yeah. or at least people review Fact changes checkers. after they're made. Let's see. Spouse uh, died in 2011. Okay, so he so, currently yes. is with someone else yes. that is alive. So, okay, so let's say okay, he was so with his, his wife so for this one. Eight years ago. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that a guy at that point in his life. I'm going to say that he probably. Let's yeah, let's think on the positive. By the way, props for your dick working at 77. Just gonna throw that out there. He's worth how much? The, we have the technology. We have the technology. <laughs> we better the technology better get better. Anyway, well, that beyond that, from twenty years ago, clearly. So I yeah, absolutely. My mindset, my thought is that let's say for the last eight years he's been running around doing this. Okay. I just don't get why you would need like, like you said, it's probably the, the fixation of it. I guess. You know? It's got to be. There's got to be a fetish to the going to a... I'm, I'm going to need a refill in Me one too. sec. Um, but it's so... It's so... 
I, I, I mean, I think for me, the headline in my head is that this is funny. I don't know why it's funny. I think it's just funny because I think there's some irony because they're just riding off a, another Super Bowl win. I think the, this is the third year in a row that they've gone to this. No. No, it's not. I don't know. I don't know my sports stuff. Not a sports guy. Not a sports guy. But this is this is a big deal. They just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Um, and he celebrates with a little rub and tug. A little rub it just tug. happened to be a sting going on at the same time. Let's see, if, let's see if we can glean anything else from this article. So he's the cheese guy. We got that. Um, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft was charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution in connection with a Florida spa tied to an international human trafficking ring. So that's really kind of like, that's crazy that the bigger headline is Robert Kraft got a rub and tug versus the police busted busted a huge trafficking ring. Because you know what? I don't have a problem with prostitution morally. If a woman actually wants to do that, she should be allowed to do that. But nobody should be forcing someone else. Correct. To do that. This is more, yeah, this should, well, this is the thing that is messed up because I didn't even know that. The other aspect of it is too, is why do I not assume that a lot, some of those rub and talks are placed like that? That shit sickens me, man. Yeah. That is so, that sickens me, man. That is so messed up. So messed up to do something like that to somebody. Like, I don't, oh, the type, I don't what like kind for- of. People. I don't like to force anyone to play a board game with me. If they yeah, don't to. I don't want to pity somebody in like <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Dude, you want to hang out tonight? Hey, nah, dude, yeah, you know what? Listen, don't man. do, bro. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. It's like not a big deal, dude. I was just, I, I was just calling to see if you were bored. I'm actually good. Yeah, you know, like I don't yeah. even want to force somebody to play a board game <laughs> with me. Oh my god, that's horrible. I don't want pictures. Oh, a, a detective said the acts were captured on surveillance video. So <gasps> out there, there is a video. Not anymore. This is the thing, though, Jake, is you know it and I know it, dude. It's what's juicy, dude. People want that shit. Nobody, like, that's what's fucked up is nobody cares. Nobody ca- nobody's, I didn't even know it was part of a trafficking ring. I don't know why I wouldn't assume that some of those rub and tugs would be, like I said, but. Many of them are. Yeah. But that's, see, that's the thing about prostitution being illegal is that, and the same thing with drugs. Anything that's illegal, there is immediately a black market for it, which cannot, no one involved in that can be protected by the law. Right. Any crimes that happen within that crime are not the responsibility of the police. If prostitution were legal and someone was traffic involved in human trafficking, there would it wouldn't even happen. It would be or it would be that much harder to do because there would be permits. People and people, people would be willing would, to do it. People would have prostitution licenses. Mm-hmm. There'd be a process. There would be people checking on it. There would be health inspectors at brothels. That's right. You know what I mean? It would be just like anything else. But because it's only on a black market, there's a whole bunch of other crime that happens along with it. You know? I don't know, dude. It's freaking crazy to think that that there are places where it's just legal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like tons of drugs and all that different, like certain, certain things are so legal and other things are so super illegal. Yeah, I mean, what is it? I think Portugal, among a few other countries, have drugs. I think all drugs decriminalized. Yeah, you don't go to jail for it. Excuse me. I think yeah, you get like a fine if you're caught with it, and then I think there's like a there's levels to it, and you you end up in rehab. You don't go to jail for being an addict. You mm-hmm. go to rehab for being an addict. Right. Places where it's illegal, you don't go to jail for being an addict. You go to jail for like possession, or if you have so much, they assume you're going to sell it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so on and so forth. Um, 
Imagine how many people are in jail right now for a long time. They're like, dude, I just like to buy in bulk. Yeah, I'm a right. Costco yeah. fucking shopper, dude. Yeah, I guess I buy all. My, I, I, I buy it from set for three years, I man. Buy, I buy ten pounds of chicken at a time. I buy weed an ounce, two ounces at a time. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why am I automatically a drug dealer? I'm just a Costco I'm shopper. I'm just frugal. I'm a frugal stoner. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thankfully, we're on the we're on the upswing with the weed stuff. I don't. It's, it doesn't make a difference to me in a lot of ways, dude. It is what it is. It's, I don't. It's just you know a, what. One of the things that, that bothers me though is that a lot of people feel like because, oh, dude, yeah, we're on the upswing, so a lot of people are just not. They just don't care. Like I can't stand it when I'm at a store and somebody walks by me and they freaking reek of like you just like is the blunt in your pocket right yeah, now? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Like yeah. it is illegal. Why are you so adamant to not give a shit? Yeah, I, I don't I think, get that, man. I think they're really de- <sighs> driving around with your window down, like b- barreling smoke out, like it's so obviously smoking pot. I just don't understand it. It is illegal. You wouldn't drive down the road and like just comfortably drink a forty. You never see people. Yeah, and this is the thing: you could drive down the road and discreetly drink a forty. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can't do that with pot, dude. It always smells. If you're, you know what I mean. This is the thing too. Nowadays, people you get a vape pen. You're fine. Right. Something like that. You know what I mean? Or I don't know, dude. But it's just like crazy when people are just blazing there's, there's, joints This has a lot of public. layers to me personally. Because I have a lot of friends who do not care at all about smelling like weed when they go out somewhere. Yeah. I, A, don't like to be out in public if I'm stoned. Yeah. Hate it. Mm-hmm. What's the point of being high if I have to try to act normal? Right. That totally defeats the purpose for me. Mm-hmm. I like to be high if I'm on the couch with my friends, people, and situations I'm already comfortable with. Yeah. And I don't have to try That's a to really do good point. anything. Yeah, you're just if hanging out. If I have out. to go out, I mean, if the only thing that I have to do is interact with the cashier at the movie theater, that I will accept. That is the only place out in public I like being high. Is that is, Yeah, theater. you're right. That's it. Other than that, I don't find that being high enhances anything, anything else. else. With that being said, I, fi- I think that I'm a pretty well-adjusted human being that has pretty good control over my emotions and anxiety and stuff. So I don't... It's not even a tool that's in my arsenal as far as, like, you know, dealing with the outside world. If people find that they have high anxiety and weed calms them down, so they can't, they go can out go out. It's world, a different scenario. Right. I, it's a different scenario. I can't really speak on it, but if that's your thing, totally cool. Right. But it's not like um, I'm not the kind of person that likes to be high out in public. So of course I don't want to smell like weed. Weed out in, out public, in public. Yeah. You know. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think that. I don't know. I think that it levels once you legalize stuff, it kind of levels off. You it levels people, off. Yeah, people group up. You know, people all glob together in their cliques of weed smokers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot. I think there are too many people who the most interesting thing about them is that they smoke a bunch of weed. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. People that wear like weed shirts and get socks that have weed fucking <laughs> leaves on them and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's the most interesting thing about you. I don't like you can fuck off fuck. like fi- fuck, that's, your hobby. that's your hobby your hobby is that you smoke a ton of weed yeah that is the most boring kind of person I can fucking think of yeah yep and that's that's, and that's, that's you got yeah. weed shirts you buy socks with weed and yeah. marijuana leaves and, on. And, and not only and there and, and even while even before you know the last five or even ten years there's still a group of people who like to advertise that they smoke a lot of weed yeah so is that like a middle finger to the man kind of thing yeah is that yeah like a 
Hey the, man, just that, chillax, but, but man. It's not least, a big deal. At the, yeah, at the, it's not a big deal, no, bro. No, it's freaking gross here, ground, man. It's just, dude. I can try, like, dude. If I oops, it's in my sandwich. I poop it out, dude. It's just gonna grow, man. <laughs> that's great, but, cool. But at the very it's, least, yeah. you're a target for the police. That's what to I don't. That's you. one of the things to that I just you. don't. Why? Yeah. It's a conversation I just had with my sister about open carrying. Mm-hmm. She goes, what's the laws? And, you know what I mean? Well, how does this work, this and that? And I'm like, I don't under... No, no, nobody I know open carries. I don't want people to know I have a firearm. I don't... You know what I mean? If I'm out somewhere or something... Like, I don't... I, it's There's no reason to draw more attention to yourself no matter what it is There is. Than an, you need there to. There is an argument. I'm not saying this is my position because it isn't. Mm. There's an argument to be made. That if you feel like you need to have a gun on you at all times, you're a little bit paranoid. Mm-hmm. I could agree with that. Fine. And I would totally Fine. say, fuck yeah. Fine. And at the very mm-hmm. least, you're prepared if some shit goes down and you happen to be there for it. Mm-hmm. But if you are insisting that your gun is exposed and visible all the time, you are taking the assumption even further that something is likely to go down. And, and you, you need to be that. to see that you have a gun yeah. and make them change their mind entirely. Yeah. That's that would be the assumption, right? Exactly. If, That's so, what if, I, you, if you're standing I don't, there with your back to the door and you're at the cashier and your gun is in, you know, your guns in your holster visible, mm-hmm. and somebody walks in and they're about to rob the place, one of two things is only going to happen. One, they're going to see that gun and be like, "Nope, they're not going to rob this place today," and they're going to leave. Or two, they're going to be like, "Well, that guy's an obstacle for me robbing this place," and I'm going to leave. Shoot you immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, th- this the, the thought though. If somebody has something going on. If somebody's scheming on doing something in a place where you're open carrying, I feel like they're going to be deterred. If they see they're, they're g- you're going to be a target, most, or they're most gonna likely be they're going to be deterred. Yeah, but if most not, you're going to be the deter- first target. Exactly. And then you just arm them with something else. If they, and you if just they get gave you. and you yeah. just gave that crazy person more ammunition. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so that's why I disagree. And with if you're it. the type of person to open carry, insistently open carry. You probably got a pretty good big gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other thing is though, too, man, is you think about it just from a from a tactical standpoint. If you're if you have something that's open carry, it's mm-hmm. a lot quicker to the draw. That's true. It probably it's is a, a lot quick quicker release. to the draw, dude. It's one hand point. maneuver. It's not. You and, know what I mean? You know just what? from a just from that aspect of it. So and, I I don't disagree with you that you are yeah, you'd be a paranoid person in that aspect, and you would either be a target or a deterrent. I agree with you. I ha- I mean I have to say that um I yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate with a lot of the stuff that I'm saying but I mean if if you're curious about my personal opinion which I you probably already know mm-hmm. um I'm totally cool with people having guns yeah as long as they fucking know how to use them as if long you're going to go through the them. trouble of spending gonna, $500 yeah. on a gun 100% and the hu- 2 2 300 is going to cost you to be able to carry that gun around wherever you go go fucking practice go practice go with fucking it. practice do drills go yes. to the range do mm-hmm. dr- draw, quick draw practice. Do everything. You have if, to. Yeah. If you're going to buy a tool like that that mm-hmm. has such a very specific honed use, then you need to hone yeah. yourself and your skills. It's as one well. of the things that I think is, especially with a lot of, I think the, the there's been a big influx lately to, to arm, for, for people to arm themselves, especially because the idea that people are going to be losing their guns. So a lot more people went out for it. A lot more people don't feel as safe as they used to. So a lot more people are arming themselves. And I think in a way it's a good thing. But the thing that I think is bad is because just with anything else, when, when interest in, in, in something comes up, mm-hmm. there's going to be a big influx of it. And so a lot of people are going to try to capitalize on that. Sure. And they're going to say, oh, well, you know what? With my skills, I'm going to be able to help train and everything like that. So what happens is, is is courses to be able to go to and not stand in a lane 
buy your ammunition and spend 30 bucks an hour or whatever it might be to stand in a lane where all you're doing, you're not allowed to draw and shoot in a place like that. In a that. typical range you're in talking about? In a typical about? range. You're not allowed. That. Yeah, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to drop a magazine and reload a magazine. Really? You need to be structured in a, it depends on the place. The places around here, mm-hmm. you need to be like, okay, here we go for serum safety, shoot, 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 mm-hmm. shoot, draw your thing Which back Which is in. important. 100%. It's, it's aim, very... Because at that point, you're really literally just practicing your aim. You're just practicing your Which aim. Which is definitely important. Is important to an extent. But I'm going to tell you right now, dude, after training... You do actual training. I don't even fucking look at the site. I don't even look at the site. That makes a lot of sense. I don't even look at the an, site, if you're dude. In an actual scenario, you are not fucking sitting there raising your hand, making sure your hand yeah. isn't. No, dude, you're fucking pow. Yeah. Boom. Dude, a, I shoot yeah. from here. Yeah. There's no time. I consistently shoot from here. Yeah. This is one of my first positions. When I fire a firearm, when I draw my firearm, I'm shooting from here. If that is out and I need it from the hip, it's from called? the hip, bro, yeah. it's right here because my the, the person is within ten feet most of the time. Right. So you're dink 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 dink. Yeah. It's, so. This is the thing is that I I feel like the the to be able to go to a training like that dude mm-hmm. where I I'm lucky that I have people that do this. Yeah. One Jay just won his first competition. Really? Oh, yeah. awesome. It's awesome. He's been doing he I think he's had eight maybe. Anyway, I'm overdue for linking up with him by the way. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm lucky where I'm able to go to a place right near me, dude, easily accessible, dude, with permissions to be able to go in a safe environment and yeah. practice legit things. I'm very fortunate. So if I would even try to go somewhere to 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 do like a course, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend the money on a firearms course. I'm going to spend the money on a triage course. I'm going to go during. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Speaking like, of which, we I have think to plan coming up. I yeah, think that's the um, herbal one where we're going to go and try to find like certain no, no, plants. No, no, I'm talking or, about the wilderness first aid. Wilderness first aid, perfect. I think it's next month. Is it? I think so. All right. I was starting to look. Keep into me posted. Day, Let's look into it. That's going to be a great birthday like, present for me. Thank you. I think it's probably like 200 bucks. <laughs> okay. No, that's definitely don't spend that on me. I'll we'll figure it out. Um, well, I'm not. I'm never going to top the gift I gave you for Christmas. So, yeah. oh, dude, I still. Did you put it anywhere yet? I have it. I actually <laughs> moved a picture of me and Lauren and put it there. <laughs> it's on a shelf. What uh, more can I ask for? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like there was definitely something there based on our marriage, and I was kind of like. And, sh- and and like I noticed the, the lighting thing is really just perfect for it's this. Perfect right here. I, don't, uh, I wanted it downstairs in my basement. And I want to do like an animal wall. Well, before we go, yeah. What I, what I oh that would be really cool. I want to do like an animal. So, wall. So yeah, I gave I gave Joe a uh, a shark tooth I found in uh, South Carolina on the beach. It's like a a great white tooth, as big as great white t- teeth get. And it's partially fossilized, it's, and I yeah. mounted it in a nice light box, and it's, it's dope. It's phenomenal. And when he found it, he told me about it. I jokingly said to him, "Oh my god, it's such a good Christmas gift." Or birthday gift or something. Yeah, I'm still blown away like, you gave that to immediately me. Immediately, you knew you were going to end up with it. I didn't. One way or nope. another. Nope. It, it, deep so, down, I wanted I think, it. I think you did, because I, even as soon as I found it, as soon as I found it, I was like, it's only a matter of time before this ends up with Joe. Yeah. Because it I was didn't. just kicking around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kicking around. I love every what... Every time I grab it, I'm like, oh, that's a cool feel to the hand. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like every time I'm touching it, I'm probably deteriorating it. This feels like a, like a museum piece. It's dope. And, it's and really, really... Because I think it's like partially mineralized. I think it's partially. It's not... It's, it's like... It's got that like rich gray look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I know... I, like it, a it nice Cape Cod gray. Well, yeah, I th- this that was that's the color of the sand there. It's like a bluish gray. Yeah, it's not. It's it's weird colored sand on that beach. Yeah. Um, I really didn't though. I really didn't. I really didn't think deep down that you were going to give me that. But when you, you didn't you get, want it. 
Oh yeah, of course <laughs> I want it. But this is the thing though, is that I it made me really happy because for somebody to have found it, I was like so pumped and happy that it was you that found it. Yeah. So just the fact that you found it, and I knew how much you like animals too. So I was like, dude, that's so dope. I am jealous. I'm like, fuck, whatever it is, what it is. But when you gave that to me, bro, that was. Well, I might as well. I might as well tell the story again for since we're talking about it. But ba- I mean, it's not much of a story. But basically, we went to uh, Fo- uh, Folly Beach, Folly Beach in um, Charleston, <laughs> South Carolina. We, we, not me, Jake, and somebody else. Right. Yeah. Me and Jessica. I wasn't there. there, and. Uh, I had heard nonstop about like that's the place to find shark teeth. It's something to do with the way the water flows in. There's <clears> it's some I don't know the specifics, but it's a, a, a big hot beach to find shark teeth. So we go to the beach not for that reason. We you know we went to the we went to the area for I don't even remember exactly why we were there, but we went and checked it out. Got an Airbnb. We went to the beach. We're walking around. <coughs> And because every time I mentioned where we were going, somebody said shark teeth or everywhere I looked, it was like shark teeth, shark teeth. We're there for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, where's all the fucking shark this teeth? This is bullshit. I thought I was no, going to be, I thought my bullshit. feet were going to be bleeding. Yeah, I was like, I was all, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I expected like, yeah, my feet were going to be like ground beef from all the shark teeth walking yeah. around. And, uh, <laughs> and I, had, I didn't why see a single one. Why am I still freaking here? Yeah, my and, bag's and, not full. And I think I even said to Jessica out loud. If either I said it to her out loud or I just thought it of just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I really feel like I should have a handful of shark teeth by now. Yeah. And right as soon as I think that, I just turn my head and look and I see a shark tooth. And I'm like, hmm. what? And it was the way it was sitting on the sand. It was like it was sitting right where the, the waves come and wash up and go away. They go up. It was like, just really. It, was just sitting, it looked like somebody walked over and, and put, put it, it down. down. And ran away and had a hidden camera trained on me to find it, like to get my reaction. That's what it felt like, and I was like, "Wow, this like it was just sitting there, so pristine. Like, like it must have obviously that wasn't the case. I was not on a hidden camera show, so what must have happened is that it was sitting on this under the sand for who knows how long, and maybe two or three waves had come by just as I was washing by and just took off those very fine layers of sand, sand just over the top of the, the tooth, and I just happened to lay my eyes on it at that moment. So I go and I and it was like, dude, it's it's, it's big, man. It's, it's as, a good it's size. It's as tooth. big as sh- as great white teeth get. It's not anything ancient or crazy. No, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. is the biggest that they get from yeah. my from the research that I did. Yeah, and I pick it up and I was like, this is pretty fucking cool. Like I was pretty hype. I was pretty hype when I found it. Not like freaking out or anything. I showed Jessica. She's like, oh, that's neat. And then I look. I'm looking around and I'm realizing that there's tons of other people like. Punched over, looking at the ground in the same at the same level of the beach, clearly looking for something. I assume it's shark teeth because it's the shark tooth beach. Yeah, not that's not a name it has or anything. I don't think. So I walk over to the next person I see and I said, "Hey, are you looking for shark teeth?" And they're like, "Yeah, I am. I got a bunch." And they open their hand and their hand is full of a bunch of tiny, tiny little shark teeth, sizes of which I wouldn't. I wasn't even looking for. <laughs> That's why you found what you found. <laughs> I guess so. Because everybody else has been there and they're looking around and they're like, they oh, look at these little close. sand tiger shit. They were looking too they're close. Looking too, it's got to look I, at a big I picture. Have, I have the proper scope on the situation. Imagine that though. Dude. But so I, sh- so I was like, she's like, yeah, I found, you know, I found a good amount, you know, and I'm like, oh, because I just found this one. And she looks at it, looks back at me, <laughs> looks at the thing, looks back at me. And she's like, are you serious? Where did you find that? And I'm like, right there. Right there. I like, like 15. <laughs> Like, you see that like, indent? You, you see, see where indent? you were just walking? That's where I found it. And she's like, are you kidding me right now? 
And she's like, honey, hey, come over here. This is some guy. He comes over. And she's like, look at this. I'm like, yeah, I just found this. He's like, where did you find that? (laughs) And he goes, just stop now. He goes, that's a lifetime find. No shit. Which may or may not be true. I believe that. I can believe that. I mean, people find it all depends on where you go. This is the Maybe thing, though, too. Beach, it's, you know, but she goes, but the lady did say, I've been on, I've been visiting this beach since I was a little girl collecting shark teeth. I've never found anything like that. And I was like, holy shit. And you gave it to me. And I, I love was you. So, That's awesome. I was so, and I almost gave it to one of them. Because yeah. I could tell that their appreciation was much more than mine was. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that I had thought to myself when you told me this story. Because I told the guys at work this story, yeah. and I got to tell you this, because your story about this mm-hmm. is followed up by me telling the story Okay. and what one of my guys at work said. I tell this story, and I had brought up how I thought... I'm I'm actually really surprised that Jake didn't hand it to one of them. Uh-huh. Because that's what Nick said. Nick says, I would have just hand here you go. Well, hey man, here, take it. Yeah, like you guys are so hype about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> one of the other guys at work says, Oh, dude, what, you want it? Yeah. And just chucked it right back <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> oh, why, you like that? Is that cool? Yeah. I think I think they would have just beat me up. <laughs> they would have they would have beat me up. Without even a thought, just I think they would. I think they would have just had some sort of reflex, a rage reflex, and just hit. They would have just, yeah, they would have beat me up and thrown me in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and just moved along with their day, right? But dude, I love, I love because I think that is because this Whoa, is the thing too is so when you had told up. me that entire story. It, that's one of the reasons why I really didn't think you would ever give that to me, and I completely understood it, and I get it, and yeah. and in part of me, in part of me, Jake wishes. I shouldn't say don't don't take this. I almost wish that you had kept it because it is a phenomenal story and everything like mm-hmm. that. But then I realized too, for you, and exactly how you feel right now, thinking to yourself, I'm surprised I didn't give it to one of them. Makes me appreciate it so much more because deep down, subconsciously, you were thinking about me. I was. And as I soon think as I found awesome. it, I was like, Joe's gonna be so high. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think it's great, dude. And, I, and Jake, the way that you set that thing in that box, dude, it was it's it's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's probably one of the best and most thoughtful gifts. And I have for, to say, yeah. I, I I call call it a bad quality, but it is. I'm really good at throwing shit together last minute. I put yeah. that together. It's dope. That had I love that it. was put together in the frame maybe half an hour before I saw you. On I Christmas think that's Eve. fantastic. I love and it. That's it. And I've made some of my best school projects way back in the day, the yeah. night before, or even the period before. Yeah. I did. I did a fucking project for. Uh, I don't know if it was social studies or what when I was in high school, and it was like you know you know how it goes. There's three or four people in your group. You all try to figure out a time to meet up, work on the project. Our project was about, um, what is it, Ivan Pavlov? Um, the oh, guy I know who did that. The, um, the dog salivation experiments, the cl- conditioning, classical conditioning. and so- It was a psychology class. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had to do some sort of like, I don't know if it was like a diorama or some kind of project about one of those specific topics. So we picked Pavlov and his dogs mm-hmm. and the, the way he would um, ring a, I think it, the, project the ring was, a bell and ring a bell and then feed them. And over time, all he'd have to do is ring, ring a bell and, and it would start. To sell, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, literally the period before I had a study period before the period that this project was due, I was in drafting. So we would make things out of balsa wood. We had all kinds of little balsa wood saws, all kinds of little things around that we could use. Mm-hmm. And I built, I, I'm pretty sure I did it, either did it by myself or with one other person. I know somebody in that group had nothing to do with it, but we were friends. So I just let it slide. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe multiple people did, but I have to, I have to take a lot of the credit for it. But we had nothing when that period started. 
We hadn't even the started. study period. Yeah, the study period, which is well, how long's the period in high school? Forty, Half, 45 40 minutes, minutes tops. 40 yeah. Minutes? yeah, yeah, thirty minutes maybe. Yeah, so I walk in. I'm like, all right, I got to get cracking, and we, I basically built a scene that w- was supposed to be like his experimental office, office. office. I built a desk, a bookshelf. Um, there were no dogs. There was no people, like no person. And it, and I really just made it look like an office with books on the shelves and papers scattered on the desk. And I don't remember. We must have had some kind of cages that we built out you of got, something for yeah. the dogs. Maybe like a, a leash kind of hang in, you know, kind of like. And somebody just grabbed the, the textbook that you we, read the we, thing yeah, out we of. We just you. threw it together mm-hmm. and I we presented it. We got the top grade. I think we got like a perfect hundred score for it. And not only did we get an amazing grade for the project, he held on to it for years after that as an example of what you should be striving for when you work on this project that you're being assigned. No. Did you ever go back and talk to the teacher again? I haven't, no. Oh, dude, you got to go back and talk. You you might still have it. You should totally bring that up with him. This is over a decade ago now, but. Oh, dude, because I bet you now he'd be like, yeah. No shit. (laughs) No shit. I was in the drafting (laughs) class with you. Don't you remember so and so had the shits that? Yeah, Yeah. it was ridiculous, dude. I really pushed it. He just knew it. I really pushed it. Oh my god, that is fantastic. I'll I'll never forget about that. Yeah, but dude, I gotta tell you, man, that that shark tooth is it's it's one of my prized possessions, man. It really is. It's so cool. But I love that part of the story, though, man, about how and and, because every time I think about it, I picture you giving it to them. Yeah, that's what's funny. I really did every- want to. I did yeah. really did want to give it to them. But I'm like, you know, I'm never going to see these people again. If I'm going to give it to anybody, it's got to be you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. If I'm going to, I wasn't sure. And that's that probably I was give what it, it was. You were probably like sitting. You must have subconsciously been like, "Fuck these guys. I'm going yeah. to Joey. Yeah, I'm going to Joey. <laughs> I clearly want to give it away. I clearly yeah, have. Clearly, the, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, no, I think that's. I I love it. It's, I just I felt really like do. it was like I felt like the discovery was a bit wasted on me. Just a bit. Because well, I funny, Well, dude, it. put it this way, man. I probably wouldn't even have been that close to the water because I know those fucking things are in there. <laughs> exactly. I've seen those scenes with the freaking killer whales do to those damn seals. I'm not going near the water. No. The shark's going to trick me. Yeah. That's how they're going to get me. Yeah. There's gonna... <laughs> dude, you know what's tough for me now, dude, is thinking about like my kid wanting to go in the fucking water. Really? You Good luck. Got I got, got I had what choice do I have? The first time, I can't even believe I did it. I got into a freaking, like, um, uh, a kayak. I went ocean kayaking. Oh, like, yeah? when Lauren was pregnant with Cameron, she was like, I want to go bodyboard or um, paddleboarding. Uh-huh. And I'm Stand like, up. no. I'm like, yeah. And she was like, I'm like, no. And she was like, well, no, I'm, I'm going to go. And I'm like, well, I fucking need to go because God forbid what happens. I'm not going to, can't just stand on the side. And watch. I got to at least say that I tried to fight the shark. <laughs> Bro, so I'm fucking, you know me, I'm in the ocean paddling along with a good buzz on and it was fucking uh it was one of those like submerging where, where kayaks was this? this was in clinton okay so it was one of those submerging kayaks so it was like all of a sudden i realized like i'm all soaking wet like i have my wallet and shit in my fucking pockets i'm like a submerging kayak. it was like a it just water just comes through it oh. it's just floats you're just sitting in like somewhat of a bucket okay so it's easy so to get she's back on, on a paddleboard and i'm sitting and in a, a kayak, kayak. So now I'm sitting there and I got my legs straight out like this. And then I'm like, well, Jesus, man. I'm like, it would be able to just like, and I'm like, I need to get out right now. I'm like, dude, all of a sudden I felt it. And I'm like, remember how I was listening? You were listening to that guy talking about stuck on a mountain. That's yeah. how I felt. And then I'm just like, just like, 
<laughs> just waiting for yeah. it. Just Either waiting, gonna, waiting for that fossilized tooth to come gonna, up and it's fucking. It's gonna eat happen. It. It's gonna happen. That's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. All right. What else we got here? Oh, I don't Let's even know how the hell we got in a shark tooth. That's awesome. What is Charlie Sheen doing? Uh, all right. Uh, that's yeah, that's fucking Measles return to coaster. No, it's a picture of Charlie Sheen. I don't know why it's a picture of Charlie Sheen. It's what the fuck, man? Him. This is stupid. Um, well, I guess it's just a general topic, but there's um, measles is making a comeback because people don't want to vaccinate their children. That's really the topic there on that 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 thing. I don't understand that. I, I, I do understand it, and that's maybe the most frustrating part. I'm very closely tied to um, the culture of essential oils, <clears throat> crystals, all that stuff, and I don't quite know what to make of it. I know things like... Um, the most concrete thing I can say to you is that uh, peppermint, like minty essential oils, will help clear your nasal passage. Nobody would argue against that. Um, I don't know that they do anything medicinally. Um, I know that tea tree oil has definitive antimicrobial properties. Um, other than that, I know a lot of them smell really good. I think most of them actually are antimicrobial. Um but point being is that I kind of sympathize with the mentality. I, I, I definitely sympathize with the mentality of not wanting to go to the doctor and second guessing a lot of big pharma. <clears throat> and I get that there's there's a lot of there's a lot of conspiracies that are very real. The only thing is that. I think that it's very ignorant to ignore some very real science that's out there. Yeah. And and the whole anti-vax movement is closely tied to people just being skeptical. I get that. So, yeah, you're right, because I get it. I get it. <clears throat> I'm skeptical. Like, I don't get a flu shot. I don't either. I don't get a flu shot, but that's either. not... This but is if the I thing. have a year where the flu wrecks me... Then maybe the next year I'll get a flu. I shot. did, dude. I had a f- I had one year where the flu wrecked me for well, like a week and a half. Set now then, that's my thoughts. You know you have the antibodies. Exactly. I mean, I, I got a little bit of freaking antibodies. Dude, I had to take antibiotics, and flu- I'm like, dude, dude, listen, man. The flu is one of those things, dude, where you can be on the ground crawling and wanting to die. Your entire yeah, body right. aches. I've gotten the flu, but unless you're like an elderly person or a little, it's baby, not going to fucking gonna kill, kill you. you. It's, it's not, not going to kill, kill you, man. You got to drink a shit ton of water. You yeah. got to fucking lay down and chill out. Vitamin C. Go to the doctor. Healthy foods. Get some healthy foods yeah. in you. You need to take it easy, dude, and let your body. You know what I mean? And I had to get I think, antibiotics. Here's but, the thing: is I think I think these people that are super anti pharma forget is that. Actual medicine stemmed out of natural fucking natural things, things, dude. People ground you know, shit if you up. Think about the concept of what a medicine man is. Yeah. If you know, He's if a you're fucking a fucking herbalist who went out right. and got and, plants and, the and ground them up and, and spit on it and right. fucking put it in the goddamn wound. The problem, though, <laughs> is that some of those things were placebos. Yeah. And some of them were actual medicinal remedies. Right. You know, as, as, Excuse me, as a person going to the medicine man, you don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. You don't care. Yeah, exactly. I just want to feel better. Yeah, you just I just want to feel better. Well, I really took an Uncle Eddie tone there, didn't I? You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just, you um, don't care. But yeah. Um, you did. That's funny. <laughs> you did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, ba- way back in the day, you, you, it wasn't your concern whether or not he was tricking you. No, you know well, why, I mean? no, you wanted you go to, to feel him better. For a solution, he yeah. gives you a solution. Something's wrong. Whether or not he was harnessing the healing properties of the human body to help itself, yeah. or he was giving you medicine, 
it doesn't really matter. And it's not your job. You're not even in a position to try and figure that out. Mm-hmm. You have shit to do. You have p- things to hunt, things to gather, whatever. Um, but what actual medicine did stem out of that? They take things, they distill them down. That's preci- First of all, that's precisely what essential oils are. Essential doesn't mean uh, vitally Needed necessary. Needed every time, vitally necessary. Essential, yeah. essential means it's the essence yeah. you know, of a thing. I had a conversation. I was looking for uh, my dad. My dad does a lot of. Uh, my dad's big into aromatherapy, essential oil stuff. I was get. I was looking for a book for him in, in uh, Barnes and Noble, and I went. I had to go up to a guy and, and ask him where their essential oil books are because I knew they had some. And uh, so he was like, "Yeah, no problem." He walks me over there and he goes, "You know, I gotta ask." Um. Oh, you know. Do, do you you know. That? You know. I've. Gotta ask. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, you fuck? What do you mean? I know, motherfucker. What do you want from me, dude? What? He, he was. You're like, right. You're absolutely like, right. You're absolutely. Well, I half dude, it. Yeah, I half expect, yeah. Even asking where the book. I were. do drive a Prius. Okay, bye. <laughs> like what? I don't like. But he was, I have to he, ask he goes, what he goes. He said something along the lines of like, um, what would? You know, this is what he goes. He goes. What would a non-essential oil be? And I was like, you know, I, I was like. I'm thinking, like, first of all, respect. I like the way you ask that. What would a non-essential oil be? Because other the way other people ask is, well, if it's so fucking essential, why have I lived 50 years of my life without that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, But he, was, you know he I mean? was smart about it. Yeah, he was he a asked, little more clever. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. what would a non-essential oil be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Been like, olive oil, asshole. <laughs> yeah, olive oil. <laughs> Canola. Canola. <laughs> Peanut. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> but I was like, well, I said, actually, actually it's it's kind of a business misconception. I said, essential means it's the essence of the plant, not that it's necess- vitally necessary for life. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Here's the books, and that was the end of it. Yeah. Um, but you just told me that too. Yeah. Like sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. It makes well, so much well, more I sense. I didn't know until it, actually, as soon as you said that to me, it made me interested and be like, maybe I don't need to pick up that prescription tomorrow. I swear to God, no bullshit, dude. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I, I, this, I've been living with this crap for how long? If I have allergies, and there could be something that I could just be like, but you have actually have a deviated septum. I have a yeah, my you I have, have actual I, a physical uh, deviation. Deformity. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, but if they're gonna sit there, but this is the thing though too. This is what's messed up about it. Yeah, but allergies isn't having allergies and having a deviated septum are two problems that aggravate each other. I don't think that there or, or one aggravates the other. Right. I, allergies itself is when your body mistakenly made antibodies for plant pollen, right, or right. for some foreign substance. Yeah, allergies has no, having a deviated septum has nothing to do with your allergies. No, you're right. But when your allergies act up, your deviated septum feels it's worse. Way worse. Yeah, it's way worse. Yeah. See, that's uh, the thing that's messed up, though, dude. They say I'm fucking allergic to all this different stuff. Then why don't I feel it in my other nostril? Like why? Like I? It only happens when I have a cold. Some of the things you're that's exp- a- some of the things you're experiencing might not be and al- be allergies. Some of it might just be a consequence of having a deviated septum. That's what I think it is. I, I think that's probably the case because your a- allergies is literally your body having a histamine response to something that it shouldn't. No, see, this is the thing too. It's man, because it's like when you get vaccinated for something, <clears throat> your body creates antibodies so and can fight, fight it off. off. Right. What allergies is is your body creating antibodies for things that for I don't need to fight off. Not something that's totally benign. Yeah. yeah. Plant pollen. Is not going to fuck your body up. Right. But if you have allergies, your body creates a histamine response to block it from getting in. You get clogged up. Your nose runs. Your eyes get teary. Your body's trying to eject the substance that it thinks. See, is that doesn't you. happen to me. Okay, so that, that doesn't happen to me. So then you have situations that aggravate your deviated septum situation. It's yeah. Not, it's so not. this is, but you know what? And this is exactly why he wants to try it with the allergy. The, uh, aller- 
Um, allergy medication. Thank you. Well, whatever. Give it a try. It's I mean, process of elimination. Well, because also, too, exactly, and that's the thing. Is he was like, if you, if it, it is surgery, this will eliminate this. And if you yeah. feel great, we'll come check back in a month. Definitely, if you don't, you need surgery. Definitely listen to your doctor over me. Exa- well, that's the definitely thing, though. Definitely do Well, that. this is what I'm saying. He's sitting there, and he's going over certain things, and I can tell when he's trying to explain these things to me. I feel bad sometimes when I go to a doctor because I realize how much doctors need to be like... So what we're going to do is, you know what I mean? Because they're, yeah. they're doctors. Right. They've got so much. But then they have to dumb it down for what a lot of people. Motion? I didn't follow that motion. He's taking, he's taking a it book off. down? He's taking it off the fucking smart people shelf and bringing it right oh, down next okay. to the fucking, right, you right. know, to the Neanderthals. Because it. it's it. like I'm sitting here and he's talking to me. I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, cool. I'm like, cool. I all right. for answers. I will take your answers. I literally wrote, I literally wrote on the sheet. Nasal blockaging due to a deviated septum is what my belief is. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so it's, you know, what it is, is, you know, it's, it's what we call a deviated septum. I'm like, I wrote that down on my sheet, dude. <laughs> like, you know, when you go to a massage and they say, what part's bothering you? My lower back. Yeah. And then they go, I'm going to work. Like it's your lower back. Looks like it's your lower back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool. Where's your drill bit? That's what I'm thinking to myself. Because, you know, and, and yeah. that's the thing, is I want to do the process of elimination. I want to figure it out. Yeah. But, that's, yeah. That's the best way to solve problems with your body is to just start eliminating things, and whatever's exactly. left is probably the answer. Yeah. Yep. Or it's lupus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or you're dying. I'm not sure. Oh, I really hope I'm not dying. I don't want to die. You probably don't have lupus. Yeah. It's because Every- I got vaccinated. Everybody's dying, bitch. Everybody's dying. Everybody's dying. But yeah, so the vaccine, vaccinate your children. That's People, what I think, honestly. One of my children, favorite things, please. I saw Penn and Teller do it, dude. They they were both stood there and they had a pane of glass and a and prob- and hundred bowling pins behind mm-hmm. it. And then they had, that's where Penn was standing and then Teller was standing just near a hundred bowling you pins. Want to pull it up? Let's pull it up. They should, you should pull that up. And, pull up. and basically for anybody that's not going to be able to see it, what it is, look it up. It's fantastic. Penn and Teller on vaccines. Penn basically is talking the entire time and naming off all these different vaccines because the idea that vaccines cause autism. And then the the analogy is, is they're taking all these balls that are in a bin and just throwing them, and pens are just bouncing off the wall of vaccine. Vaccines that are just stopping all these balls from knocking over the pins. I think their argument was that even if they do sometimes cause autism, it's we should probably one, still do it. We should still do it, yeah. exactly. Take yeah. one for the team. This is actually a public service announcement that everybody should see yeah in my personal opinion because it just makes perfectly good sense do you actually pick up the audio on this uh it'll maybe in the background a little bit oh we'll put it in later yeah it'll it'll be added in post but basically there's there's a hundred things and they say one in a hundred Vaccines, you can take shut off. Hi, I'm Penn, and this is my partner, does is, it's funny because You may have heard vaccination causes autism in one out of 110 children. Fuck that. Total bullshit. It doesn't. But let's imagine it does. We'll compare two groups of children. Teller's group gets no vaccinations. My group does. I'll use this plexiglass to represent the vaccinations. Oh, 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 oh. that's bad. My vaccination wall knocked one of the children out of line. That's our one in 110 with autism. In the 1920s, before the diphtheria vaccination was common, there were 13 to 15,000 deaths a year from that disease. If you got it, your chances of dying were about 40%. 
1952, just before the salt vaccine became common, there were about 58,000 cases of polio. If you get unlucky, you might end up permanently disabled or dead. Meningitis, hepatitis A and B, flu, mumps, whooping cough, pneumonia, rotavirus, rubella, smallpox, tetanus, chickenpox. Chickenpox. We have vaccinations against all of them. Which side do you want your child to stand on? So even if vaccination did cause autism, which it fucking doesn't, anti-vaccination would still be bullshit. So the moral of the story there is even if... So the, the argument that they cause autism is it's like one in a hundred. One in a hundred kids get autism from vaccines, which isn't even true. But even if it were true, it's still vitally important for the human race that people vaccinate their children so diseases do not fucking spread. Hence the reason why measles are coming back. Yeah, right. That's That was the headline. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. California men spent 39 years in prison for 20... No, fuck that. Um, yeah, he's getting 21 million back. Good for him. Yeah, whatever. 39 years. That's insane. Yeah, that's 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 bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is an interest. This is this has something that we can pick apart. I don't even need to click on it. There's a zoo. Dude, what? Oh a, my god! Yeah, there's a zoo that will name a cockroach after your ex, and then feed it to a meerkat on Valentine's Day. How salty do you, you have, have to, to be? be? I mean, like, what is? Are you really gonna feel better? I wonder what they charge. Let's see if we can find what they charge for that. We it should can't do be it. Free, right? Is it free? No, there's no way it's free. Are you kidding me? Why would? Why? Why? How? Right. How? Right. Who exactly. is not going to capitalize so on something th- like well, that? Let's take a guess. What do you think? I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say dollar. Five bucks. You think five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah, I was going to say one or five. It can't be more than five. I bet you it's a hundred. No, it can't be a hundred. Oh, uh, let's see. Mm, his website, CBS. What's the perfect Valentine's Day gift? Name a cockroach after your ex, of course. Nope. Go back up. Maybe it was free. There's a video. Don't watch the video. Okay. Screw that. Let's look down. Uh, stop right there. Bugging me. Uh, There's nothing about Meerkat Facebook and the Zoo's website. Zoo's website. It's probably gone now. It's yeah, it's probably po- not something post, they do. We're post V-Day now. For $14,000, yeah, the they El will... Paso you Zoo, can, which yeah. is Texas? Oh, 22, 22 grand? What? $22,000. Where you see It costs $22,000. Where'd you see that? I'm making it up, dude. Oh. I'm just... <laughs> Like damn! Right? Holy shit! They raised over four point three million dollars for the meerkats. <laughs> there are some angry meerkats will there. never be extinct anymore. I guess. <laughs> but like, yeah, how salty do you have to fucking be? Like, that seems like that seems like some. You th- know that there's people that symbolically. Like, are you wishing ill on your ex? Yeah. Like that's there's f- tons that's of people that. F- that's this is the up. thing, though, man. Is there's yeah, but you never know what they fucking did. They who well, knows what they well, did? Here's the thing. Maybe they were a cockroach. These people, well, presumably you got dumped if you're doing this, yeah. right? Because if you dumped somebody, you probably think about it from a symbolic aspect. It. Symbolic. You don't dump somebody and then also hope that that they die or get. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. If you're the dumper, you're usually like, oh. You usually have some sympathy. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Most it's of the people not you, are doing that probably me. got dumped. And they probably don't even really. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. I don't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about the thing about me is. I'm done with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm do- the thing about me is I'm done with how fucked up you are. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. People are salty. Salty balls, Super bro. Super salty. I like it as a marketing thing for like the, the zoo. Get some word out about the El Paso Zoo or whatever. Speaking of zoos, we just recently passed uh, Steve Irwin's birthday. We did. 57. He would have been 57. Wow. How old was he when he died? In his 40s, right? It has to be forever ago now. I think it was... 15 years ago? 15 years ago, I want to say. I still can't believe how he fucking died, dude. Um, I can. But, like, how I does... Mean, I can't even physically imagine a scenario in which uh, a, a, st- a, a stingray stinger is actually going to stab you in your chest. Like, what was he coming up behind <clears> it? Must have, yeah, he must have... This is the thing, dude, is who knows, man? Maybe it was one that came up from underneath it. Dude, you never know. I guess. Got him right you know in his heart. Yeah. I just read a quote from him today. I think it was... um. Are they venomous, too? A, yeah, the, there's the, a venomous barb in it. And regardless, yeah, neural, rega- yeah. whether or not it was venomous... It just punctured his right heart. Right in his yeah. fucking... I mean, yeah. your heart gets punctured. Yeah. You're done, so... Um, it said it said crocodiles are easy. They'll they, he says they oh, just yeah, want to tear that. you up and eat you. People are hard. Sometimes they'll pretend to be your friend first. It's true, man. All right, it's true. I started reading it and all of a sudden I was like Steve Irwin. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I loved that guy, dude. That guy got me into so much. So honestly, the reason why I was so into different stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't. Have... I had such a big fear of of sharks, dude. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into like a, a fascination. A, a fascination. Yeah. And then it turned into like, dude, I read so much about them, which, in essence, made me kind of more scared of them. But at the same time, of like, they're at just, least you're knowledgeable now. Yeah. This is the thing, though. Anyway, I don't even like. It's not a fe- it's not a fear because you don't understand them. It's a fear because it's maybe a fear because I know what the it's yeah, a fear yeah because you know, know what they that- could do, dude. Even a fucking fish, dude. Like I don't want to be in the water and get bit by a bass. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. aggressively get bitten by a by a fucking no. I mean, you're, small not, you're not in danger. No, but it'll freak you out a little it's bit. Gonna, yeah, I don't yeah. like. I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, Steve there's Irwin plenty of shit actually- that can kill you. Oh yeah, Steve Irwin was definitely one of those people though that. That got me into stuff like that yeah. and reading more stuff and getting snakes, having pet snakes. I can't even imagine holding a snake now. A ball python, I'm sure I'd be able to deal with, dude, but I holding held a like snake recently. Have you? Yeah. Isn't I, it weird I now? I went down to North Carolina and I think August, and there was a big festival going on. There were actually three, there were three festivals going on at one time in the middle of town. Anyway, um, Someone, someone's organization. That's wild. <laughs> right? Um, there, there was a store. It's kind of like a new agey kind of store. And I guess they keep a snake in the store. And when you go in, they'll let you hold the snake. Yeah. And so I think it was... I think it was an albino ball python. Or maybe just a regular ball python. Which is exactly the type of snake I used to have. Yeah. And it has been that long. Since I had a snake, I haven't held one. Really? Yeah. And um, it was cool because Jessica never held a snake, and she was like, "I don't know." I'm like, "Just fucking do it. Just like, grab do it. it. It's a I'm ball, like, b- ball you, python." Yeah, I'm telling you, as someone who has had a snake, yeah, just you, you know, because the weirdest thing is like people think snakes they're are slimy. slimy. They think they're slimy they think because that. they're shiny. Because they don't. Yeah, I guess because they're shiny, dude. There's iridescence. They look slimy when the light is hits I, them at I certain get, places. Not only that, but snakes slither. So in people's minds, something that slithers, yeah. it's not muscles. Like snails, slugs, slugs, you know, snakes. bug gross things. Yeah, yeah, dude. They they slither. They're not you don't they don't think about the skeletal yeah, structure that. and how they're you know what I mean? Then the yeah. muscle behind them. Um, all right, what else we got here? Um oh this is this is kind of ties back to what we were talking about. Fathers. 
Father spinning gun on finger accidentally shoots himself at his daughter's birthday party. That just kind of comes back into what we're... T- this was a thing that happened. I guess it was like a news article. Dude, this is a thing, gun man. Safety. Gun safety is extremely have important. Guns, shit happens, man. You're, I mean, shit fucking happens, dude. Yeah, but no. That's shit, ha- shit stupidity. happens is one thing. Yes. Spinning That's your, your stupid. on your finger. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, though. Stop. Mm. Let me... All right. Let's just... Don't even, don't even click farther than this. Let's just go under multiple assumptions. Okay. Let's go under multiple assumptions. Yeah, because he let's doesn't say, deserve... Let's say that this guy is one of the best quick-draw shooters on the planet. Mm-hmm. His specific job is to go out and quick-draw and, and shoot balloons and fucking spin his gun and is a Wild West enthusiastic reenacting... Great fucking person with a firearm. Okay. He just had an accident. Yeah. So does that not tell you anything, people? That's the end of this conversation. Because what else? That is just a prime example of even if this person, just the headline tells me as a gun enthusiast, mm-hmm. that this guy was the pinnacle of, of control with a firearm and with his ability and all his training, he still had an accident. It only tells me as a smart firearm owner. Did this guy die? <clears throat> Oh no! Let's find out about this. Oh no! Well, now I'm really upset well, about it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, why is it a <clears throat> why is it a headline? Because it probably well because it's like it's Texas, Houston, uh, world renowned quick draw and frick no. Thankfully, he shot himself and not somebody else. Yeah. First of all, in an attempt to blow out the candles. Text me and said actually shot himself at his daughter's 16th in birthday party. It happened. Oh, in the stomach. That could be Wow, bad. this is quite an article. What is there? A hundred characters total here? You could tweet this entire article in yeah. one tweet. All right. Wow. This is the article. We're going to read the That's entire it. article. That's crazy. I'm Deputy not, said not. father accidentally shot himself at his daughter's 16th birthday party. It happened on the home in Winter Green Drive on Woodland Drive. Oh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter your address. Detective said that there was. He yeah, was the spinning the gun in his finger, went off. And he shot himself in the stomach and is now in the hospital, officials say. Deputies have not shared an update on his... This was 11 days ago. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, hopefully he's doing all right and he learned his lesson. Hopefully his daughter learned the fucking lesson. This is a cool thing that I I want to touch on real quick. The headline is, This undersea robot just delivered 100,000 baby corals to the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, wow. Now, as a saltwater reef-keeping, I don't want to say enthusiast, but a hobbyist, this is awesome to me. The Great Barrier Reef is, like, not doing good. The ocean is not doing good. Coral is really struggling. And we're learning over time that there are certain species of coral that can handle higher temperatures, more acidity in the ocean, and presumably, these are the in types of In 2016 and 2017, oh, about half of the coral making up Australia's Great Barrier Reef died off. Yeah, man. About half. Climate That's change. insane. Climate change, dude. I thought it was having to do with freaking so many tourists and everything like that with sunscreen. That is a factor, but not as big as climate change it's in the, It's, okay. Yeah, there are chemicals well, if in it's, sunscreen that are really bad for coral, but... Um, it's really more about the ocean acidity. If it's about the ocean acidity, and here's it's the thing, about... Here's the thing. is that The biggest thing that anyone listening to this needs to understand is that over, overfishing is a problem, but this is a bigger problem. Because what happens is you have to consider that there's a chain. There's a food chain. The lowest, the, the lowest thing in that food chain is, coral. is plankton. Oh, okay. I'm thinking... What plankton is is all kinds of things. Fish eggs, coral larvae, 
all kinds of different like tiny little microorganisms that some of them grow up into larger things, some of them don't. Um, but the coral itself, be, if the coral itself doesn't make it, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of species of coral. So this is definitely a blanket statement I'm making. But they make up a big part of the plankton, and there are what you know what eats plankton aside from giant things that eat you know baleen whales and stuff like that. Um, s- slightly larger organisms, and you know what eats those? Slightly larger organisms, and you know what eats those? Slightly or- larger organisms, you know what eats that? We do. Mm-hmm. So it's like not only are we overfishing, we're also fucking up the planet in such a way that is eliminating these tiny, tiny food sources that are at the very bottom of the food chain that, that feed, feed everything up, up that eventually get to that us. Feed us, right? Exactly. So it's definitely we're in a very precarious situation with the oceans right now. Um, I don't know a ton about it, but I know that is it is is precarious right now. Stop throwing shit out your goddamn car windows. Well, I don't. Here's the thing: is that us as a country? Stop literally. I think us as a country we're really not the problem. It's a lot of third world countries that throw plastic into the ocean and shit like that. That's true too. Um, That's a really good point. Carbon emissions. We're also not the worst offender. It's really third world and second world countries that that are that are fucking the planet up actively right now that not a lot can be done about it because we can't just inject our first world first world technology into these countries and expect them to just catch up there's there's a slow process littering in this country's cultural cultural shifts they need to happen for people to accept new technology to stop with their habits of just throwing garbage around or just burning. Let me ask shit. you this though, is I would think the vast majority of third world or third world countries that are that are throwing this stuff around is access to the second to, you know what I mean? Well that's the thing. It's, it's this there's there there a third world country that is not like it's the same thing that's going on. It's something a bigger organism is supplying the other organism. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, it's uh, the only solution really would be to inject our culture into theirs by force and you know, force them to assimilate into, you know, more, more sustainable practices. And there'd be a lot of resistance to that. Well, rightfully so, because why, you know what I mean? They don't understand it. They don't understand and they don't care because they're, they're, they're they're in a bit bit of a bubble in a sense, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I never even thought about that. Yeah, man. It's not so simple. There's a lot of, there's a lot of countries. I mean, where the, as like, cause I get upset when I see friends like throw cans in the garbage. Right, but that's not even a problem. It's not. It's real in the grand scheme of things. That's not a problem. Because there's a conveyor belt. There's a conveyor belt in this country, and they're gonna get ninety five percent of that shit off. Yeah, I mean, even if you, th- it's all it's it the is. Same thing. Ma- if you throw, a lot of the time, I think if you throw recyclable shit in the garbage, some of it will come back out, and vice versa. If you throw non recyclable shit into the recyclables, it'll end up in the garbage. Yeah. So there is a little bit of a control in our society, but it's all these second and third world countries where they, I mean, they can't be fucking bothered to wonder whether or not something is recyclable. They just can't. And I can't, like, who the fuck am I to say that they should be worried about it when they have much bigger fish to fry? No pun intended. You know what I mean? That's really wild to think about that, dude. I've never, that is like never even come into my mind. Yeah. And that aspect where, we know and, what and your we're doing. And your instinct is to say, guys, nope. get your shit together. But there, I mean, the, we're the only our, reason for, why we even know that shit's going wrong in a barrier reef is because of the internet. And some people don't even know that that shit exists. And regardless, culturally, we've got we've shifted over the last hundred years. I mean, the industrial revolution was only what 150 years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like if that long. So it, it took us a hundred years to even get where we are now from the point where we're like, oh, we can be much more productive 
and now we're realizing, oh, the ways in which we're much more productive are really bad for the planet. Oh, we can burn oil and make a ton of energy. Awesome. Let's get all the oil and burn all of it. Well, when you were telling me that the combustible engine's only 80 or it's... It's like 90% inefficient. 90% inefficient. It's really, really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Look that up. Is that legit? Is that legitimately true? Like, it's 90% inefficient? Gasoline engine... Efficiency. Look at you, one hand fast type. Holy crap, bro. I did it before, too. I didn't want to call it out. I spelled gasoline wrong, but I got engine. Oh, who gives zero. a crap? That, that was, was, le- was left handed, too. That was impressive, not, not my dude. Hand. Not for nothing, dude, but I am like with the space bar and everything, efficiency of 38%. Uh, so this is a headline Toyota gasoline engines achieve thermal, thermal efficiency. 38%. Meaning that before that it was lower, lower, yeah, versus like a you know an electric engine. I don't know the numbers on. And most gasoline combustible engines average around twenty percent thermal efficiency. Are you freaking kidding me? Thermal, it it must be thermal heat. The heat, yeah, but the heat isn't what you're what you're using the the energy of. It's a pressure. Is what you're, but I guess the heat creates the pressure. Let's see, engine efficiency Wikipedia article. Are you serious? Do people not it's realize so this? It's so bad. Well, I mean, what position are you in as a, as a, as a average uh, American consumer to even be worried about this kind of thing? You're in no position to be concerned about That's this. insane, though. Yeah. Dude, look up a Tesla electric engine. Just for comparison, please. Hold on a second. Are you kidding me? Josh, did you know that? That like a... a, like a Combustible engine, like car engines, are like 80% inefficient. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Well, the word... In- for real, the do you ever go for a ride in one? Bruh. It is, it is one of the most confusing things. It's like our... Yeah, because there's no... You don't feel anything, but... And there's but, no shifting you don't, Dude, it just... If somebody's if somebody's like, hey, hop in my sick muscle car, it's actually not Tesla, like that. That's too many just, gears. What do you mean too many? I only did four. What did you that's, do? Four that's, gears? that's enough. In a muscle in a muscle car, dude, you got maybe three. And like three. Yeah, you got three. Like in a fucking hot like oh, to get up to speed, you <laughs> to get up to speed. That's it, yeah. You're not that's talking it. about okay. No. But they have Mo- five, like hard at high end, like crazy muscle car, like Kyle's muscle. I think it has three gears. Jesus. It's made to, it's like you can go like 45 on the highway. 45, 55, 60 miles well, you an hour. You get up to 45 dumb quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not as fast as a Tesla. Give me that drill, dude. Can I borrow that drill in that drill bit? I want a, the smallest one you got. I just want to fix my deviated septum real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. Give me the driver. Ah, oh, the driver bit. Look at that. Um, All right. So, anyway. what's the electrical? Car, what's the electric car efficiency? Let's see. Tesla. Oh, I'm falling apart. Oh, there it is. See, you got your hand. You know what it is? You got your hand on the mouse. Yeah. Tesla. Engine efficiency. Engine. Efficiency. There it is. Just click on it. Yep. Tesla engine efficiency. Uh, hmm. I'm looking for a percentage here. Yeah, put percentage efficiency percentage. Okay. Conventional gasoline vehicles only convert about 17 to 21 percent of the energy stored in gasoline to power at the wheels. An electric motor typically is between 85 and 90 percent efficient. 
That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Why are we... What are we waiting for as a people? What are we waiting for? Because people are still making money off of gasoline. Yeah, you're right. That's why. That's why. And even if they stopped production right now, it would take take 10, 15, 20 years. Take a generation. Because there has to be a cultural shift as well. Well, this is the other thing too, dude, is you're going to get the enthusiasts. Kyle is... Kyle is... A hundred years removed. Never. A hundred years removed removed, from gas There's still going to be... Well, this is my thing though. But it's going to be illegal. It's going to be illegal to drive them on roads. But able people to drive a gas engine, a gas a gasoline engine car on a track. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and no insurance company is gonna. That's a, it's, it's gonna go along with the automated driving too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. P- you operating your own gasoline powered vehicle is on the be road, a highly, highly volatile, volatile situation. situation. You're yeah, right, because totally. you know what else too? Dude? Yeah, you're right. You know what I was thinking about, or not thinking about, but I was well, I was thinking about how I heard about how when you're at a light. In the inefficiency of every individual person, mm-hmm. the lights are are perfectly fine. If we all just went at the same time, if you're in a line if the of ten light, cars, and the light they all, turns green, and the they first all go, goes, then the second car goes, then the third car goes, then the fourth car goes, and it's probably a good ten second delay before that tenth car will actually, actually be able even to move. move. If everybody moved at the same time, we'd all be out. You'd all be good. You'd all be going we, right we away. We don't think that way. We don't. Yeah. The, the the human mind is the greatest problem on the road. Yeah. If if all the, if all you had to process was where that car is, where that car is, how fast am I going? How long is it going to take me to stop? Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take me to go? Then we'd be fine. But we're humans. If you're sitting at a red light, you're thinking about what do I need to pick up at the grocery store later? What time do I have to get to work tomorrow? Do I have to I'm fucking fire that guy next week? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's all like everything so is processing other, so many times. It's, we're so worried about everything else. We're not even driving is secondary. That's why people are bad drivers. That's why people are bad drivers. They're not, drivers. Thinking, about not thinking about driving. Yeah, it's, yes, it's really fucked up. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what else I love too, dude? Is is the idea of a traffic snake? Like how you ever get up to somewhere? Where like you've been in traffic? I've for been up to somewhere. Twenty. You ever, <laughs> you ever you ever been in traffic and then like fifteen minutes after traffic like depletes there was nothing. Oh yeah, the fa- uh, phantom traffic jam. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It'll tra- it travels backwards. It travels backwards. One person hits yeah. there because of tailgating. Right. It's because yeah, of tailgating. It, it is because of tailgating. Tailgating is probably yeah, the number one thing that people need crazy, to stop do. Tailgating and turn your signal light. On before you hit your brakes. Okay, here's the thing. L- listen, look into my eyes, watcher, and listener, look into my ears. Your turn signals are basically the only, only way the only that you can communicate with other drivers. It's the only way that you have Flicking to communicate. your headlights, but it's still consistent. Even of that, lights they, but that even, you have on switches in your car. But yeah, but flicking your headlights is a very vague signal. It could mean a cop's ahead. It could mean turn your lights on. It yes, could mean you're doing yes. something weird. It could yes. mean your trunk's open. It yeah. could mean anything. I think the, the signal, signal the, need- the turn signal, very clearly means I'm going to be turning in a second. I think the signal light should also it doesn't, be an what it doesn't mean of I'm going to be hitting my brakes soon. The flashers. No, I, I, well, well, yes, I, I yes, like, yes, I'm going to be hitting my brakes soon. Yes. That's the thing. As a turn signal is not meant for, I'm turning now. I'm turning now. Because that's obvious. Yes, exactly. Your car's You've turning. slowed down. Yeah. If you are slowing to make the turn, your signal light had better be on before your foot hits the brake. Exactly. That's the, you know what I mean? Somebody told me this years ago when we first got our license that he had heard from the guy that gave, like the, the, the instructor, said that you're not even supposed to hit your brakes when you're getting off the highway until you're in the other, in the off-ramp. You I should be that. traveling at a, at a pace where you can just get off the off the uh, the path. Well, the other thing is you're assuming that the um, 
the civil engineers who designed the highway gave you enough time. Gave to you sp- enough time to slow down. There's an exit I get off three yeah. d- three days a week. That if I hit my brakes, uh, the speed limit's sixty five there. If I hit my brakes only after I'm in that exit You're lane, you're screwed. I'm not screwed, but I'm gonna have to really bear down on my brakes. Yeah, it makes it, and it's downhill. It's downhill. And then the exit, exit thirty seven, Route eight north. No, it is uh, 84, uh, 84 west, exit 15. Yeah. Southbury. Yep, Southbury. Absolutely. Especially because downhill, you're going down that hill. It comes downhill, and the exit is pretty quick, mm-hmm. and there's a stoplight that's right definitely going to be red yeah. when you're there. Yeah. You kind of have to break before you get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense, but I you're, at least, you're But, but I you're at least the courtesy of putting my blinker on, like indicating I'm, I'm going to get off this exit. Yes. If I go down from 65 to 60 right now, you know, you know what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing, and you can get around yes. me. You know, are so important. So important. If there's one thing you take away from this podcast today, it it's is... Tr- use please, your signal lights. Please use your signal lights. And please stop be, letting first world countries... If there is one courtesy you can give to other drivers, it's Contribute to delinquency. And the worst case scenario... The worst case scenario is you put your signal light on too early. Yes, exactly. Not for anything. It. it I understand a well-populated area with multiple turns. Yeah. But you should be like two to three turns prior. Should I go grab that other beer that I was saving? I think that's actually not a bad idea at all. Okay. I think tonight is the night that we're going to drink the other beer. While Jake goes and gets that beer, I'm going to talk about the beer that I brought over. It's a Schmaltz Jubilation, it's called. Um, it's the 20th anniversary, 10 different malts, 10, 10 different hops, and this was a 16.8% alcohol by volume alcoholic beverage. The uh, And, and a, I could be wrong on this, and somebody could fact check, but I do not believe after 12% it's a beer anymore. It's a beer-flavored liqueur, like Jake had said. Um, it's a really cool bottle. It actually says Hebrew, the chosen beer, right on the top. And there is a little dude that totally looks like a uh, a Jewish rabbi on the side of the bottle. It's a cool bottle, but for whatever reason, and I don't know why, it reminds me of baseball. I see this, and I and it makes me think of baseball. Actually, when Jake comes back, and I'm going to ask him if he thinks that this reminds him of baseball. I think this is a, from 1996. Well, no, that's when the that's when the, the beer production company came in. There. But um, it's a strong beer. We probably had, I think these are probably four ounces. It's only a 20, what is this, 20 ounces total? It's a pint. It's one pint. One pint and six fluid ounces. So, you know, 22 ounce. It's good. It's definitely good. Look at this thing. Joe, have you ever, um, have you ever exercised really heavily and then, you know, you give yourself a little cool down period mm-hmm. afterward. You work out really hard. You know, you really put your body through a lot. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do a little cool down. Mm-hmm. It's a cool down beer mm. for that heavy. For one of those. Look at this, dude. This thing comes with a fucking cork. Yeah. Look at you. It says Kentucky right on the side. It says Kentucky, Connecticut. Con- Connecticut. Oh, look at that. All I saw was the Tucky. This is two roads. This is a barrel aged. This is a two roads. Two roads is from our state. It's good. I have had this before, but you have not. I need a pen because we need to mark this 22719. Are you going to save that? Hmm? I'm going to show you a little something I do with the corks and the uh, the ties. 
I think there's a pen right out. No, those are all paint brushes, it looks like. That's a pencil. It's a pencil. Josh, you got a pen? Josh, you got a pen? Yeah. Or a sharp fine tip sharpie? I do this um, with corks a lot. Like I have the cork from uh the day I proposed. The day I uh the day we moved into my house. Mm-hmm. I don't think Cheers. I got one from the day Cameron's born. Cheers. That's a throw. Um, that is scrumptious. You like it? Holy cow! That's just um, sour mash ale. It's got a little bit of that bourbon kind of uh, very very subtle bourbon. That t- well, you know what I think too. It's not strong. This is uh, eight point five. So it's which is strong, but I think but that the jubilation the jubilation is what's uh what's throwing me off there because I got to tell you something. This might not actually even right on here. 27th, right? It is. Um, That is delish. Mm -hmm. What podcast do you think this is? How many do you think we've done? Um, Somewhere in the 30s. Somewhere in the 30s, I think we're at. You and I? Just the two of us? uh, You and I, probably in the uh, the high 20s. Most of them have been with you. That's fantastic. Um, All right, so I'm just going to pull up a quick little video. Um, and if we're trailing off and, and, and you guys aren't listening anymore, we don't care because you're don't not care here at all. This is this is this. I feel like this is going to be for my kids. Check this. Out. I need you to do that for me one day, Jake. What? After you die? Compile it. Yeah. Compile all this stuff. OK. And give it to my kids. OK. I can and just that. be like, he was weird. <laughs> <laughs> he was. And re- hopefully I live long enough to be like, yeah, we know he was really loud. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this, <laughs> so this guy, I think, I think is a big uh, streamer. I don't know much about him. Um, his whole, his name is Ice. You know what? Let's find out a little bit more about him. Ice Looking up Poseidon. What ice, is. ice Poseidon. Ice Poseidon is some online personality, and this video. Um. Josh, thank you for the pen. Yeah, so he's a, so he's a streamer. He's a, he's a, he's a game streamer. Um he is starting a business. Yeah. He started a business recently, okay? And is trying to recruit investors into the business. And let's just uh let's just watch the video oh, no. of him explaining the structure of this business. It's 29 seconds. Yeah. That's a Ponzi scheme, dude. It's a pyramid. No, 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 no. No, it's not a Ponzi scheme because, listen, he explains it more. <laughs> Give him a chance. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Over. Dude, that is fantastic. That All right, so... <laughs> That was great. That you're, you're like, it's a Ponzi scheme. Like it's a pyramid. And then right away, it's not a Ponzi scheme. It's not a pyramid. That was insane how me and you started going. And then that's what it went to. Well, I'll just tell you the deal. Um, basically. This guy's in jail now or? Not yet. This just happened like two days ago. He posted this video. Apparently, this guy, Ice Poseidon, is his online Actually um, took. handle. 
and he's involved in a Ponzi scheme very clearly. If you don't know what a Ponzi scheme is, it's you say you're starting a business, you get investors to start uh, to investing, and you tell them that they're going to get their money back and then some additional dividends or whatever, and the way you pay those initial investors is by getting more, more investors. investors, but it never ends. Yeah. It never ends because you need new investors. Did you see that money fire in. festival thing? I did. Holy shit. What the fuck was that? I don't know. We'll get onto that in a second. But this guy clearly is involved in a Ponzi scheme and doesn't understand what it is. He's like, no, no, no. It's not a Ponzi scheme. It's just that. And then he goes on to just describe a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, exactly. So I don't like, is he that dumb? People don't know though, Jake. This is the thing, man, is you got to think about it. Yeah, but just think about the logic. Just think about the logic of the fact that like, I, I'm doing a thing. Do you want to invest? And you say yes. And I say, okay, you'll get some of your money back. But my thing isn't actually making any money. So the only way that I'm being able to pay you back for your investment to give you any dividends at all is to get more people to invest. And then I give you the money. And then those people want their money too. So I have to get more people to invest. So I give them their money. So like, let's do you not so immediately see a problem you, with well, that. This is the thing though, Jake. Think about if you're a person who all of a sudden, because of the internet had the ability to make a, bunch of money and okay. you take a bunch of that money okay and somebody convinces you to do a ponzi scheme yeah but if you already have a bunch of money why bother with the ponzi scheme because you want more of the monies so you I don't guess. ignorantly but you go and you go into this now you're not getting your money right but do you think that, that if you're a moron, yeah, but you're gonna want to try to get your I, money back. The takeaway, though, the takeaway is that this guy is clearly very stupid. Yeah, oh yeah, because he's literally describing a Ponzi scheme and saying no, this isn't a Ponzi. He's scheme. not stupid. He's ignorant to what it is. No, he's dumb. He d- because he clearly did no research on what a Ponzi scheme is and how they're incredibly illegal. Right, but he doesn't. Re- well, that's yeah, but he's just saying he might be answering in that clip specifically. He might just be answering. He might be doing a live stream and somebody is typing. I watched a longer video of that. Yeah. And he just says the same thing over and over. Oh, oh you're describing a Ponzi scheme. And then he's like, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. I must not be explaining it properly. And then he says the same thing over again, literally reading the Oxford Dictionary definition of a Ponzi scheme unknowingly. And then the guy's like, oh, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. This thing you just said, trying to really? defend against being a Ponzi scheme. He's a dummy. It sounds like he's yeah, a dummy. He's very dumb. He's a very dummy. dumb. So you watch more of it than I did. So I don't. Well, it was. Uh, yeah, I thought that was the full. I mean, the thing that I watched was maybe two minutes, but it yeah. was just him. It was exactly that. The guy going, "Oh, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme," and him going, "No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I must not have explained it properly." And then he says the same thing again, and the guy's like. Okay, and he's like, because you sound skeptical, let me explain it. Try to explain it one. It's hard to. It's hard to explain. Oh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, that guy's a moron. He's saying it, yeah, he's he's a fucking. That guy's a moron. moron. Definitely a fucking moron. That's a shame. He's going to jail now. Uh, he'll be. He'll probably. Well, he may. He might not end up in jail, but the person who got them onto it might end up in jail. I don't know. Did you see that? Um, uh, the movie that Jack Black was in about the um. Uh, about the, the, polka, the, the polka guy who got involved, who started a Ponzi scheme? No. Uh, what the hell is it called? Bro, have you been watching The Umbrella Academy? No, I've been hearing things about it, though. Jake. Two episodes in, and I just remembered about it, so we have to end this podcast because I want to go watch it. 
Yeah. <laughs> is it that good? Me and Lauren, dude, I watched the first episode. I'll start that shit tonight. Listen, Do I watched. Fuck with me. I'm dude. not gonna fuck with you. Listen, I'm, listen, I watched. The I first, haven't even finished the Punisher season two yet. I stopped watching the Punisher. Poker King, it's called. Polka this King. is actually a real. This is a, uh, based on true events by uh, Jan Lewan, um, who was a Dutch a, a Dutch um, immigrant into the United States. Hugh, very six, great movie by the way. It's very along the lines of um. Uh, what is the other movie Jack Black was in where he plays um, Bernie? Bernie Madoff. It's called Bernie. Bernie Madoff? No. It's called Bernie, but he's the assistant of um, another guy. Okay. No, no, no. I know that's. The, well, Bernie Madoff is the, the other Ponzi, Ponzi scheme guy. Scheme. That's actually. It's a great funny, company. I'm going to go try it out. It's actually a funny coincidence. It's called Enron. Uh, I don't think Enron and that are related. No. I don't think so. I think that was an insider trading thing. Cool. Uh, Completely Black, uh, unrelated. I I see the dots you're connecting though for sure. Um, can we can we can we just agree on the fact that Jack Black is a fucking national treasure? By the way, I love Jack Black. He's, he's he seems like such a sweetheart. He's a, is he, he not watched, a sweetheart? He is such. He a sweetheart. must be a sweetheart. Watch the Hot Ones interview with him and. Uh, oh yeah, and Kyle Gas. Kyle Gas, you yeah. watch it. It's no. so good. Oh, uh, we'll it's definitely so check it good. out. I got to tell you, man, I, I bought somebody somebody one day. I watched this kid hit a bong and he just went, <laughs> draws like a pencil. And I was <laughs> like, wow, that was great. I'm like, holy shit. He was like, yeah, dude. I'm like, dude, that is, I'm like, that should be in something. He was like, it is. It's from Tenacious D. And I'm like, oh, no holy shit. Destiny, right? So listen. That movie's so good. I was at a it's gas so station. It's so right? bad, but it's so good. I love it. I was, dude, I actually wrote. And I don't. I think I'm pretty sure I lost it. I might be able to find it, but I wrote a part, basically a movie part, based on a guy that had just happened to be at the beach when he saw Kyle Gass meet Jack Black in that movie. Oh no way! And he played percussion. Wow. But the reason why I was like it's not gonna work because the whole thing is the devil plays the drums at the end. But it's a kid that just played the just a bongo. Wow. And it was, and I had like literally lyrics, backup lyrics to songs where like I Get was, out. yeah, legit dude. Like, like ad libs and shit. Ad libs like, like where I was like singing the song about the parts they were singing. And then I would say oh <laughs> like all oh, crap in between. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I wish I had it. I wish I had it somewhere. I think this is, I th Bernie's based on a true story, right? I don't know. Scroll back up. Well, let's see. Bernie Teed. It is. It is based on a true story. Um, dude, you are going down a rabbit hole right now. Where are you headed? I'm just looking at the uh, the fact that Bernie was based on a true story. Bernie yeah, Fib. yeah. Bernie this guy Fib Bernie was. Uh, he was like a pastor. Got involved as a close friend with this older lady in the town and ended up murdering her, but hid the fact that he murdered her for months. <laughs> and Jack People Black. Are crazy. So, so, yeah. So the Polka King and Bernie have the exact same tone. They're both based on true stories, both based on actual people, and Jack Black just... they uh, It's almost the same character, and that he's like this guy that's like kind of innocent, but kind of gets involved in some shit and has to like scheme to defend himself. Jack Black really... Hey, I finally that watched that HBO special about Robin Williams. Come Inside My that. Mind. I didn't watch that. Oh, it was good. It was good. Is really the Robin Williams situation pulls at my heartstrings. Yeah, um, I know it pulls at my special way. Yeah, me too. For the for a few reasons, Robin Williams movies were a big deal in my, in our household mm -hmm. when I was young. 
Also, my father literally, literally looks, looks like a cross. Like Robin he Williams. looks like no, he doesn't. He doesn't look just like Robin Williams. He looks like a cross between Robin Williams and Harrison Ford. <gasps> like, oh my God, he is. Oh, <gasps> you're right. That's what it is. I'm telling and, you. And freaking Harrison Ford movies were big in my house. I love Harrison. If you mashed <gasps> up, his hair is so Harrison Ford, and his. Whoa! If listen, holy I, shit! I, I, one day I will show you Harrison Ford, Robin Williams, and a picture of my dad, and it looks like a, a computer amalgamation of the two photos. It's really fucking weird. But Robin Williams photos, or Robin Williams movies, were a big deal in my house when I was growing up, and there were a lot of things about, like Mrs. Doubtfire, um, being about like a divorcee dad trying to reconnect with his kids like that really is you know that's a big deal in my mind Mm. um but all the robin williams movies you know that i grew up with were about like just very solid morals kind of thing yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. by the way i saw a funny thing today that was like um isn't isn't Mrs. Doubtfire like Rob Williams' character and Mrs. Doubtfire like the villain in that fucking movie? Dude, did you see like the pre- did you see that trailer? The, the horror movie, the horror version? movie trailer, oh, dude. Rob Williams so off. Anybody's good. if oh my god. But really, think about it. Like the Pierce Brosnan, the the, the stepdad character, mm. he did nothing wrong. He did. Nothing he loved wrong. those kids. Yep. He took care of them. And he was nice to the mother. Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire, that character, total fucking creep. But that was very in a time of like where divorce even became a, a, a uh, not a social taboo anymore. Right. You know what I mean? And you just automatically root for the divorcee dad. Wow. But You're anyway. Right. But there was a lot Holy of. Holy shit. Yeah, there was a lot of movies I watched um, when I was younger with Robin Williams as the main character and him just being some sort of underdog or, you know, being some sort of a super heavily. Um, to a fault, even moralistic, you know, character. Yeah. So when he died, that like really sucked. Yeah, it really upset me. Yeah. It was really wild though, too, dude, to, to just watch it. One of the things that blew my mind is um how close him and Billy Crystal were. I know almost nothing about Billy Crystal. Well, Billy Crystal is probably, and I think it has a lot to do with him being born on my birthday. Mm-hmm. But him, like I've, so I've always been more intrigued by like the stuff he's done. Dude, he's fucking hilarious. Billy Crystal is hilarious. I think Billy Crystal, I think my mom really hates that guy for some some stupid reason. Some yeah, I'm stupid, sure, shallow yeah. reason. Yeah. Something weird. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not even familiar with anything he's done. Yeah, he's funny, dude. He's funny. So I didn't know that they were really close. And I've just always enjoyed Billy Crystal stuff and his movies and stuff like that. He's kind of like hokey and shit, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching it, and the Hope way it was hot at a time, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Dad jokes, dude. Dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it for that aspect, dude. But it was like, it was wild to just see how his career developed and what he did prior. You know, I know almost nothing about his career. You should watch it. It's good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was involved. It was he was a big part of the Robin Williams documentary thing. You're saying? Oh, Billy Crystal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else do we got here? Uh, all right, so apparently in Japan, um, there was a 400-year-old bonsai tree that was stolen. 
$127,000. Wait a minute. You can't really 400 a- years old, dude, and it's only worth $127,000. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I imagine you spend fucking how much? Nobody bought it. Nobody on bought shit it. that Jackson no, 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 Pollock no, no. jerks off on? Nobody bought it. What the, the fuck? I, I, I don't know where that figure comes from. But the point is, it's a tree that's 400 years old. It's been cared for meticulously day in and day out. And somebody stole it. And the people who had it stolen from them put out a oh, big thing saying, thing. like, please, please just please just take care of it. It's been through half a dozen generations, probably. Have you ever, have you ever researched bonsai at all? No. You know what it takes, what, what goes into caring for a bonsai? Nope. So... For those, for the uninformed, what bonsai is is taking. You a, can take any tree and do it. That's I do t- know but that. But the whole any thing tree is can that be bonsai. You can you can sh- you basically shrink it. There's it, you're you're limited in um you're limited in the t- the species of trees that you can bonsai because some of them don't live a long time in the first place. Like you can't really bonsai a birch tree because birch trees typically fall down after like 15, 20 years anyway. Yeah, they don't last very long. Really, white birch trees. Was that a fucking chicken? What the hell was that? That was a very interesting noise. Um, it's like we the dog barking with its collar <clears throat> pulled real tight or mm. something. But anyway, so bonsai. Good source of deduction on that one right there. Figuring it out, dude. That was impressive. Because <laughs> I would have bet real world money that that was a fucking chicken. Well, there are, the, the house over there does have chickens. But this dog that lives upstairs barks all the time, and I know that he's not very cooperative, so I imagine somebody might have yanked on his leash while he was barking just now. Would have made that exact same noise. I remember that noise. If you tried to yell while somebody was choking you. Real quick side note. Thinking of animals, mm-hmm. had a bald eagle in the yard. Is there photographic evidence of this? No. Lauren saw it, though. I, be, I, be, I believe yeah, you. I'm not going to bullshit just, you. I, I, no, that wasn't... Putting t- Cameron in the car. I put Cameron in the car as I'm bending over to Lauren and I are talking about our next, our next kid. Thinking about, like, it's just going to be so much fun. I can't believe they're going to grow up here. Bald fucking eagle. I'm like, Lauren, look at the Fucking bald eagle! And I saw it and she was like, oh my God, that's awesome. Right, went right over the house, dude. Right, like, almost right awesome. over us. And went into the corner of the yard. Sorry to sidetrack, but no, you're fine. Um, so anyway, um, yes, you can bonsai any plant, but now I don't claim to be any sort of bonsai expert, but I, I do want to get uh, my 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 very good friend slash tattoo artist Dave. Um, he practices bonsai. The whole idea is that you're taking a plant and you're tricking it into all the things it normally does throughout the cycles of the seasons, throughout its age and biology and everything. You're manipulating every single aspect of it. So it takes a lot of effort. You're the, one of the things is you're keeping it very small, which miniaturizes all the other things that it does, other than bearing fruit. I think it bears fruit at a normal size, but the leaves are smaller. Um, you manipulate its the season cycles by moving it indoors, outdoors, changing lighting, temperature, stuff like that. It's a lot, lot, lot of work. And because uh, normally a plant that small... It would just continue to grow. But the way that you prune it, you prune its roots, you prune its branches, you control the light and everything, and you trick it into thinking that it's full grown. So it acts as if it's full grown. But it requires constant because if you if you just if you took one of these bonsai trees and just left it outside, it I imagine I don't know this for sure, 
but just logic tells me that it would just grow into it would just continue to grow into a larger tree because that's what it's it's it's, it to do. Do. it's it's genetics is telling it to do um but you're you're constricting it keeping it very small and it's it's biological processes still you're playing god but yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but let it, the thing it, grow. Yeah, but it requires mm-hmm. so much attention and discipline, and you you can't leave. No it alone. shit, I did not yeah. know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really, really involved. So somebody straight up stole one that was over four hundred years old. Yeah, I guess so. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, I is imagine... it figuratively? Is it figuratively four hundred years Mm-mm. old because of the aspect that like no. you're you're let's manipulating see. everything? Let's see what this says. No, no, no. It's actually four hundred years old. Because I think you can actually increase the life of the the plant itself by keeping keeping it small. It's not it's not going through the stresses of the wind and the weather and everything like that. Wow, look at that! Wow, I don't know. Holy cow! Wait a minute! I don't know. That looks like it's full grown. The Shimpaku juniper bonsai is worth one hundred twenty seven thousand dollars. The most expensive of the seven stolen trees. Yeah, so this is the actual picture of it. Of the seven, of the seven stolen trees. So, all right. So juniper, I know, is a plant that can actually already live for a really long time anyway and can handle really crazy conditions. But look at the size of this pot. I mean, really, um, American um, volumetric volumetric measurement wise, maybe that's a gallon gallon of water that would fit in that pot, Mm -hmm. and its entire root system is in there. It might be three. Then, I'm going to say three. Actually, I'm going to say you know three what? solid. We have absolutely no sense of scale right now. We have no sense we of scale. We have no sense of scale let's except see, for the... Let's see the, if this tells us anything. Um, so 70 centimeters that, wide. The, they around three, 70 they have, centimeters. Born to feed one meter tall and around... on the property. Look at right there. From. Current form of, of one meter tall one and meter around tall. 70 so centimeters feet, wide. So this is three feet... Let's call this three feet high. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say so like three gallons. Probably, yeah, so maybe like a two or three gallon, three gallons uh, pot that it's in. So where I was fucking spot on. Yeah, nice. I need no scale. Nope. You know how I know that? Because this is six inches. True. <laughs> <laughs> Describing. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I mean, this is this is a fucking. This is, this is a travesty. That's a, that's a travesty. It really is. It really is. That really upsets me. Because, well, this is the thing, though. Somebody that did steal that, that knows what it is... Is not going to care for it the way that... I completely disagree with you. You think so? I 100% think there's a private owner out there that goes, I they want that, that fucking tree, and, and they won't sell it? it to me. And I want that in my private garden. And it's going to go there. I hope you're right. I I really do believe so, but this is the thing. When that man and or woman dies, so will a tree. Yeah. That will that tree as opposed to it being, you know what I mean? Like it it belongs in a museum. Yeah. True. So do you, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Here's some Ford reference. See what I just did there? I do. I do see That's what called you did a there. circle cuz it's no corner. It goes around like a lean. Um uh what else do we got? Oh, Prince Philip Age ninety-seven, he's giving up his driving license. Good for him. He was the one that just got into an accident last month. Fucking a. And then got caught like two days later texting and driving or something, or driving without a seatbelt. I don't know any of that, but I know that if you're ninety-seven years old and you don't have a dozen people that you can call upon at any given time to drive you around, you fucked up. <laughs> Dude was royalty too, bro. If he, Dude was royalty. Even aside from that, if, if I've got two when I'm 97, I'm gonna be pumped. Yeah, that dude. dude was royalty. If I, if you told me I had to stop, rubbish. Driving. I'll drive myself, damn you. 
Pish and posh. The prince. Pish posh. Pish posh. <laughs> Tell Muffy the month to you... gas up the Porsche. <laughs> I'll have none of it. I've got my slippers on. <laughs> Get my shawl. If you told me right now I had to stop driving, do you not have any idea how hype I would be? <laughs> Jake, we're taking your license. We're going to come pick you up and drop you off everywhere you need to be on the No time. fucking Fantastic. problem. <laughs> Fantastic. That's I, all I've been striving for. No grief for me about not being able to drive. Oh, shit, man. With that being said, I don't mind driving, but I would rather not do it. This is one of my other things, too, and I've been saying this for a long time. Why don't we retest people? That is that. Well, that's actually the point that I was going to bring up is that like realistically, why if I need to go and I need to renew my permit for anything else, if I need to go renew gun, my gun permit, dude, like I got to renew car my is gun just permit. as dangerous as a gun. Yeah. And the 100%. thing is, it's more dangerous. Statistically, it kills. Yeah. OK, fine. But, but way car, more but people car is very. Oh, you mean a car is more dangerous. way more people, yeah, way more people. Car more accidents, people. people with cars kill way more people in this country than, than people with, with guns. guns definitely um i don't i don't have the numbers on that but let's just I'm, assume that i'm that's true. i'm going to say that it probably outweighs it by like eight to one and i think i'm gaming way low okay po- well point being driving a car is a very dangerous thing we should be retested we should be re- i mean if you if you get your license at your at 16, 16 years old dude, okay you got another and 9 six, years and you're before 66, your brain's done developing and you're 66 mm-hmm. that means you've been driving 50 years without being tested now how many times is your I I wish, d- how many times is your are your glasses prescription I changed wish, I, I, I don't know one, once or twice but my listen and how many years once or twice i'm not talking about you right now i don't know i don't know oh but ahead. Before you lose your train of thought. Yeah, let me keep, let me keep my train of thought. I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, gone. it's gone. Not it's gone. here anymore. But yeah. If it, you've been driving for that long, you've been driving for oh, yes. 50 years. I, I wish, I wish that I could argue that the longer you drive, the, the better, better you, you get. get. But that is clearly not true. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been, I've seen video evidence and also visual real life evidence of an old person just hitting something mm-hmm. like like an old woman pulling into like CVS. This this literally happened to me. She pulled in and then just drove into the the the, <laughs> the thing that was in front of the parking spot. Like just drove into it. Like what are you doing? <laughs> Like, you completely forgot suddenly how your car operates. Like, Dude, all the experience that you, you know have what? is suddenly irrelevant. This is one of my things. This is one of my biggest arguments for the aspect of getting older. I promise you that I will not get dumber the older I get. But that this clearly is, is happening all over the world, and I don't get thing. it. This is the thing. Going like this probably gets harder in time and what if for anybody that's listening okay to this, well then what's the excuse turning, for if this turning wo- turning if this woman if this woman behind you if this woman was driving for for drive that's an old person. and she was looking she forgot to put it in park why did she hit her gas then valid and it's before i finished my sentence i knew that that's what you were gonna ask <laughs> yeah i don't know she didn't roll into you know the what thing you know why i know exactly why because she's old <laughs> Like, I hate to be like that. I hate to be... But I think it's a generational thing. I think that, like, the idea of, like, flexing your brain... I think right now that there's people alive, dude, that, like, 
got their driver's license when like not everybody had a car. Before, I would say I would say there more was than power steering. More than oh yeah, yes. 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. There definitely there's definitely a lot of people out there that are driving right now before power steering existed. 100 percent Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of scary thought. Mm-hmm. It is very scary. Very scary. I gotta tell you, um, I just I really do think people should be retested. I agree with that. I 100%. think people need to be retested. But when I guess is the point. Every ten years. Every I got no years? problem every ten years going back, going back and filling fair. out another thing and saying, here's fair. my thirty bucks. I think that's fair. Why not? Yeah, to every ten years. I gotta pay because then I gotta that pay eliminates 50 for my gun permit. That, gotta, that eliminates I mean? um elderly people being singled out. Because I think that would be important. Every too. ten years. Every ten years I Same think that's basic fine. test. So you're sixteen or whatever. You get your license when you're sixteen. 26, 36, 46, 56, 66, 76, 86. Middle of the road. I think that's fair. It's Ten easy years. It's easy to remember for everybody. Like, hey, we just want to make sure that you know maybe, what the fuck this new sign is that just came out in the last fucking... Fi- in the sure. last 10 years, this sign came out. Yeah. Do you know what this sign is? Right. Drone traffic yeah, exists like, here. Let's make sure your eyes still work properly. That's my thought, too, dude. Let's make How sure your you reaction not... time is still sufficient for exactly. operating vehicles. Cars are stopping and taking off much faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How yeah. many new traffic lights are just in one city? In this city, how many new traffic lights do you think there are? No I've been idea. driving on this road for 30 years. Yeah, there's 15 more stop signs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of uh, one reason not to. I can't either, and I can't think of other how than it can be. other than selfish pride. Other than selfish pride, but that's not which their a choice. lot of old people have. That's why they're not giving up their license. But it's a generation Good for him. But it's a Good generational thing. Ninety-seven years a, old decides gen- to give up his license. I think it's a generational thing because you know what? Like I said, if as soon as you tell me that I can't drive anymore, as soon as you tell me that I can't go to the grocery store anymore, fine, no problem, no problem. There's plenty of other shit that you can't tell me that I can't do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But that's also, yeah. Well, this is the thing: is a lot of people are thinking about it. You're taking away my independence. Well, not for well. What does that even mean? Independence, independence to operate a fucking two-ton killing machine. Yeah. You don't deserve that independence because you can't catch a ball if I threw it to you. But this is the thing. Yeah. But this. That being said, though, Jake, it's you're you because in an essence, you're going to be limiting those people for their ability to want to go out to the store and grab a gallon of milk. Uber Eats. Valid. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck, dude. We don't give Do a I fuck. Do I need to sacrifice my safety? I've never safety tried Uber Eats. Because an old man Uber wants to Eats go to the store? Everywhere. It's great. It's great. So, that's a total... Yeah, it's great. But do I need to, like, seriously, do, like, my insurance premium, my safety, does that need to be sacrificed so an 85-year-old man can go to the store and get milk by himself? Yeah, valid. No. No, you're right. No. Yeah. If he doesn't have somebody that can bring him milk, that's not my problem. Then you know what? Like you said, though, too, dude, I like how we started this whole thing. At 97 years old, if I don't have a dozen people that can bring me milk, <laughs> bring me milk. that's no one else's problem. You fucked up. You fucked up. If you've up. been on this earth for over, almost, 100 almost a hundred years, almost a and you don't century, ha- and you don't have a phone book full of people that'll bring you milk. <laughs> that's no one. That's not the DMV's fucking problem. That's not the police's problem. That's not the other <laughs> f- people on the road's problem. Oh my god, you're hundred percent right though, dude. It's no so way, true. dude. No way, dude. No way. That is great. I don't give a fuck about your independence. <laughs> I don't care about your pride. I don't care, dude. Pride be damned. Cheers, man. 
I don't care, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a ball. Hope everybody ball. else did. Well, I think great. that's it. I think we're done here. I think we're good. I think we're good. We're, we're coming up on two hours. <laughs> Are we really? Fantastic. Yeah. It's the longest yeah. one we've done in a long time. And it's about damn time, Jake. Because I've been saying it for a while, dude. You and I, we, we need to just sit down with not a topic well, and just sprawl. Various, because yeah, various this is the thing. Is if good. I didn't tell my wife that I was going to be home a half hour, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> 7, yeah. 7.30, babe. I'm already 10 minutes late, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, w- I could sit here for four and a half hours. If I told my wife, babe, don't expect me home before he goes to bed, I can sit here and do that. And I'm running out of time quickly. What You mean you... Uh, Mike, I got coming? another baby coming, dude. It's going to change everything. Mm-hmm. It sure will. Is. I'm going to be limited. Temporarily. Well, you know what it'll be, dude? And, and Cameron will be sitting right there. That's cool. We'll <laughs> yeah. Cameron on here. Yep. Find out what he right thinks there. about old people driving. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, nah, he's way past that now, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Daddy, you don't say no. <laughs> Daddy, you don't say no. Oh, oh man. All right. Well, this has been Super Serial, another, another fucking episode. Uh, enjoy. We'll see you next time. Yeah, I love you guys. Love you, Jake. Love you. Love you too, buddy. It's always fun. Love it. See you next time.